So we start today's scene at Stormhall, Fathomfast Manor. The place has been cured of the plague uh, that inhabited it uh, after receiving a cure for the disease himself. Theodoric Fathomfast was moved into a guest room where the medicants and priests could ensure that the plague would not spread to the various servants and other members of the house. Once that was accomplished, your grandfather, Theodoric, Oswald Fathomfast, after that cleansing process is complete, attended the noonday ceremony at the spires of the morning. Normally he attends dawn, but apparently it seems that he was up well into the evening and could not be roused for the morning session. <clears throat> He's a devout uh, follower of Lathander. Um, often you'll be invite invited to come along and you've taken a thing or two from the the choral uh, chants and the uh, the brothers' spellcasting, um, but today you are not invited. Stewing just a bit in the guest room, Linnea Vale for your elven stewardess, um, steward, <laughs> stewardess, your elven steward, <laughs> um, does come with some lunch. Uh, breads, cheeses, some of the uh, salted sausages. Um, that being said, there is some level of commotion. The servants in the house are making up um, one of the larger guest rooms reserved for family and dignitaries, business partners, that sort of thing. Um, they're not keeping it a secret. They're not being obtuse. But rather, your Uncle Rickard has returned from wintering in Daggerford. And intends to be there to ensure that your fleet, currently grounded at the harbor, returns to the waters after the first thaw. Successfully, and with minimum damage or loss. Now, you aren't given a chance to speak to him before your grandfather comes and you are summoned to the um, the reading room. The hearts are blazing, everything kind of warm and cast in an orange flickering glow. Your grandfather sits by his reading chair, turned to face the door, as you've been led to this conversation by Linnea. She doesn't say anything to you, However, she does place a hand on your shoulder, give you a slight squeeze before sending you in. God, that means he's going to kill me. <laughs> That's it. She's warning you. God. So. The other thing you note is that your Uncle Rickart, his figure, slightly portly, uh, a mustache that runs up into sideburns, uh, widow peaking brown hair, slightly graying at the uh, the edges, uh, wearing his um, sort of a specialized pseudo military 
uh, uniform that he acquired uh, working for a mercenary company in his youth. He's kept the uniform, uh, maybe had it let out a little bit with his success, but uh, he is drinking from a crystal goblet, uh, particularly purplish red liquid. His eyes turn to you as you enter, but he stays quiet, uh, absolving the floor to um, to Oswald, your grandfather. So, I've thought long and hard about what to say to you, Theodoric. You're a man. One that should be getting accustomed to learning with the con- to learning the consequences of his decisions. But as of last night, I feel as though I have been failing you. That perhaps this rebellious streak culminating with trespassing on bond family lands, traveling into the sewers, and bringing plague into our home. Somehow I feel that I am the architect of this disobedience, and I haven't given you enough to do, enough to occupy yourself. He sits back in his chair. I will ask once. You will speak the truth. What were you doing in the sewers? We all wish you could see this contemplative face right now. I was helping to rescue the siblings of a friend who had been talked into a fool's errand by a rogue. He gives you a sidelong glance. His light grayish eyes falling on you. A wizened temple uh furrowing. And is that your mission? Was that something that you were on a bound to see out? Why not the god? Why not those that have been paid to follow these errands? In response to your first statement, yes, I was honor-bound. In regards to the guard, my understanding is they were unwilling or unable to take up the charge. And not once did you think to talk to me. Not once did you think that I may have resources that you are not privy to. Instead, 
you risk your own life. Risk the lives of those who serve me. If they found out that you were in the sewers, the guard, you would be spending at least the next several ten day working Amnesty Farm. It is only by the grace of Lord Wand that we are not faced with this embarrassment. You're old enough to understand that these things have consequences, that you will suffer them. I'm not spoiling my grandson, the child of my daughter, <coughs> by doing any less for you. He looks over at Ricard. And seeming to take that as his cue, he nods the, uh, your uncle. And he steps forward, placing a hand on the back of the uh, reading chair in which Oswald reclines. He's right. Understand that I, un I sympathize with you. I myself was much as you are. I had not yet forged myself into a useful soul for this family. And as such, I was adrift. It seemed a cruelty at the time, but I assure you, what's coming next turned me into the man I could be, and I wished to be, for the benefit of the Fathomfast house. And you are a Fathomfast. You will always be one. This will not be a banishment or an exiling. Think rather of it, a soldier. He takes a sip from his glass. I was 17 years of age. Far less physically developed than you are now. Alas, my human genes, uh, my human blood. I had embarrassed the family, a story I will not recant here. Oswald, my father, your grandfather, gave me forty pieces of gold and told me to get hence a year and a day. I was strong-headed. I thought I didn't need family. I set upon a merchant ship. It sailed for Thay, for Thay. I learned many things on that voyage. I was away five years, but when I returned, I was ready to serve the family. I've spoken with father. I believe this very well may help you find who you are meant to be. Oswald nods. 
bit a hesitation in your grandfather's voice that that catches you off guard. I think it's for the best, Theodoric. Do you understand what we're trying to do? The lessons you must learn outside of this gilded net, this safe house. I won't claim to understand fully, but I suspect that may be part of the problem. Ricard I, nods. I will, of course, <coughs> accept whatever it is you deem I should do. Very well. Theodoric Fathomfast, my grandson, blood of my blood, You are not welcome at this hall. Not for a year and a day. I wish only success for you. Not comfort, but survival. Do not look upon the graces of the other great houses of Waterdeep either. Take this for what it is, a chance, as Ricard said, to forge yourself into someone of use. And when you return, we will take another look at your position in this family and consider where best to deploy <coughs> you, my boy. I understand, sir. He stands. Uh, you can see kind of the age and weariness in him as he does. His arms going wide, inviting you closer. Okay. He embraces you. You can feel his hand on the back of your shoulders, shaking as he takes you in his embrace. Succeed. Better yourself learn from this and he taps you on the chest I'm disappointed but that doesn't mean I don't love you boy call me boy one more time <laughs> thank you for this opportunity Ricard nods. There's a lad. Father, may I speak with Theodoric ere he leaves? Do as you will. He sits. And he uh, looks down, his hands folding on his chest. Uh, he doesn't look up at you again as Ricard takes you by the arm and leads you out. Linnea Valethaw, um, is standing at attention outside the door. Um, as soon as you step out, Ricard holds his hand up and Linnea does not follow. Ricard continues down the hall with you a bit of a ways. Understand, 
I was angry when he pronounced a similar verdict on me. He wants to believe it's that orc blood of yours that's leading you to this. But the truth is, you're fathom fast through and through. <laughs> I was much the same. God knows my sister, your mother, was also. There are hardness, these difficult times in all lives. Fathom fast to deal with the sea, and the sea is unforgiving. Know this. If any word should come for you from your mother, from any source, you will be found in it delivered. You are fathom fast, and as such will receive the benefits in Waterdeep any lord may. As I said, this isn't a banishment. It's a lesson. Correct. A lesson. Should the worst happen, and any member of our family ail, you will be called back. Understood. Is this acceptable? You're being given more of an explanation than I. I carried resentment with me, and I wish you leave it at the door. I'm somewhat shocked, Uncle, but honestly, part of me was fearing worse. Perhaps we'll do that next. Something to look forward to then. He claps you on the back. That's a lad. And then he looks over. Baelthor, please. She steps closer. Uh, you can see that she has in her arms uh, your folded winter gear. She's stoic. Um, but a close inspection sees that she doesn't look disappointed or righteous or let's teach this boy a lesson but the unchanging Elvin Stewart that you've known your whole life seems sad but she extends her arms dutifully you also see a fine blue velvet pouch <coughs> on the top <coughs> feel free to write Your grandfather would like to hear of your exploits. I shall. I shall. Very good. If you'd like, and you're still at wit's end about where to go next, it won't be a fathom fast ship, but I can find you a like merchantman with a good captain and an honorable crew. I'll keep that to mind, Uncle, but I have... First, I have my own idea I want to look into. As you should. Your year and a day begins immediately. I can't <coughs> know that. You have your weapon. I do. Your armor. Yes. Good. And you are feeling up to the travel. I am. The, the fever has passed, and I feel restored. Good. 
your line of credit is cut. <laughs> and that's the heart of the pillow. <coughs> Wait, what? <laughs> it was going to be easy. <laughs> Leia presses the uh, gear into your chest. Travel swiftly and safely. Master fat and fast. Well, you know, but thank you for your care. She smiles. And corrects just the last syllable. <laughs> Better, though. Well, you have your things, you get ready. Uh, the brooch clasping into place, your cloak of pelts uh, draping over your shoulders, and uh, out you go into that unseasonably cold day with Linnea closing the doors behind you. The guards, uh, having been uh, kept abreast of the situation, we'll see you soon, sir. We'll see you soon. <laughs> God damn it! I lived in the attic for a year and a day for this. <laughs> Just when he realizes, he forgot his best crotch. No! God damn it! It's gonna get it's dusty. I'm sure Linnea will take care of it. Now, never mind. This occurs the oh, previous yes. evening. Right, now, we are going to see what your jackasses have been <laughs> So, we are going back a little bit, Nebamon. This is the previous evening at the Warm Beds Inn. Mm. You've just dropped off uh, uh, Roywin's cousin and Magpie's siblings. Uh, you are tired. Oh. Um, you are allowed to enter. Doesn't seem to be anyone in the, uh, the main common room of the inn except the bartender who uh, apparently sleeps there with a, a bedroll, like, on the bar. And, um... Ew. Yeah, no, he totally <laughs> does. Welcome to the warm bed. They're worried about the sewers? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you step up the stairs in darkness. Um, you're able to make your way over uh, one drunken lady that thought that the hallway would be a great place to set up camp. Just fire too? Yes, <laughs> just the entire <laughs> camp, absolutely. Just, just cooking a rat. I mean, in yeah. fairness, the lean-to is pretty impressive. No, it was really, really good. Good work. Great, great. And um, you make your way into your small room, uh, to your lukewarm bed. Uh, the howling wind outside shakes your room. And you feel a great weight kind of washing off of you as at the moment you set down your shield and your sword uh, undo the the wrappings around your face and take off your turban your memory sparks a bit of the pain that you suffered even though there is no wound the fresh agony of a blade being driven to your neck of acid burning your flesh remains in your mind. <clears throat> There's a sort of thrumming, though, an unease, a sort of <coughs> restlessness that takes hold of you, and 
it's almost as if that fire, that divine light inside of you, was kindled by adversity or perhaps by helping those that could not help themselves. But you can feel it just surging inside of you. A sort of wordless vaunting of your ability. And just as soon as you feel like you will not contain this surging <coughs> of divine blessing, it is absolutely snuffed. And this wave of darkness starts at a point near the end of your vision and swirls past you as this room becomes an obsidian uh, temple to the void. You're thinking perhaps <laughs> you did get a bit of spider venom from those bites. <laughs> when you can make out indistinct shapes, feel them more than see them, this black on impenetrable black. And from that swirling, you can see the indistinct but humanoid shape bathed in shadowy twists of gray. Stepping forward, this gaunt figure in robes. And it points an almost skeletal hand towards you. My disciple, I am much pleased and accept the sacrifices you have offered me. It was by our power that you were able to save those poor lost souls. <coughs> know that I am proud of you. You have eyes, or what seem to be small pitches of gray amidst a sea of black. It was my voice you heard. My power that saved your blood. Our conjoined purpose serves a greater good. <laughs> and he steps towards you. You possess the black candle, which wick can never be lit. But I ask only the impossible be done. 
light. I offer to you the weapon of our people. And he extends his hand, a shadowy <coughs> swirl whisking together, and you can see it, a long, hafted, ebon-bladed weapon that looks immaterial, untouchable. Take it and make it manifest. <laughs> well, you don't trust him? <laughs> <laughs> Super, super creepy. Uh, guess I'll right, reach out slowly. <laughs> Nebamon, hand trembling, reaches out towards the incorporeal wisps, and you find that as soon as it touches your corporeal form, it takes on a weight and a power forming an incredible <coughs> obsidian shade of a halberd. <clears throat> Mulhorandi, these weapons were utilized by the warrior arcanists of <coughs> ancient Netheril. It is yours. You've established it, Derek. You can okay. probably just talk normally now if you want to. Never. <laughs> 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 it's stuck that way now. You know, like crossing right. your eyes. He stares at you, his robes flitting wisps of shadow, uh, almost bending uh, with uh, the strain of apparently entering into this world, even just the periphery of your perceptions. <coughs> and it's difficult to tell whether this is here 
or in your mind, but the halberd is incredibly convincing. <laughs> I wouldn't know where to begin. <clears throat> then understand only this that I wish only that you succeed in bringing about your destiny. And he vanishes into the far point of your vision. The small candles that you've lit in the room uh, were apparently always lit, but their glow starts infinitesimally small as the shadows recede and slowly fill the room again. And you are left with a sort of chill in the feeling that you are being watched. Oh, great. I'm going to get a fabulous night's sleep tonight. <laughs> He's just holding his hover <laughs> in the corner. He goes, Daddy, going to kill me. <laughs> You know that the halberd is the thing that's watching you, right? <laughs> it's inside the room. You brought it inside the room. But when you hold it, Mike, you can actually see the wisps of shadow uh, drifting off of it like mist. And then soon it almost evaporates into that unknown place. But you can feel <clears throat> just beyond this reality something that you can pull from the shadow place whenever you need. And you have a feeling that you will need often. Mm -hmm. But also, those powers, that divine beneficence and that shadowy menace you feel them strengthen and almost collide in turmoil against themselves within you I got myself into something great. All yes. right, guys. So uh, welcome to the fifth session of the Argent Hound. Uh, that was our cold open. If it doesn't work, I'll edit it differently. So, um, all right. Uh, I'm just going to go around the table, get you guys accustomed to our voices. Uh, when I'm not speaking like a weird ring wraith, my name is Derek Ferrara. Well, even then, I'm Derek Ferrara, and I'll be the GM for tonight. Uh, you've heard from... I'm Lou Evans. I'm playing Theodoric Fathomfast. And? And Mike playing Nevermind. But we also have joining us... Kevin playing Nakreen, the druid. Pat playing Roywen, the gnome wizard. Etsy playing Magpie, the Kenku rogue. And? Clarissa playing Salise Maribaldi, paladin. All right, and let's get right into it. So, uh, great night's sleep for <laughs> Nebamon. Um... <laughs> <laughs> a new paradigm for Theodoric, uh, and what are the rest of you doing that morning? Now, that morning? now you were scribbling furiously, Roywin, this night, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because having actually, like, you were in a combat situation before with Lapoy, the unexpected betrayer. Yeah. Uh, but this was with 
your own power, there was no master-apprentice relationship, and people were looking to you. And somehow that sparked an ingenious amount of arcane philosophy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but, mm -hmm. um, we did come out with a tiny amount of treasure. A really, sort of a pittance of treasure. A pittance, <laughs> indeed. Um, but I need to go and see if I can't sell off um, the studded leather, which nobody seems to want. Absolutely. And that fancy ebon bladed rapier, um, which I assume is going to be worth more. Betsy, your character didn't want the studded leather? I think it's too heavy for me to wear, to be honest. No. No? No. no. It's, it's actually armor. A, it's a better it's armor type. Yeah. Yep. And it was on a slender frame before. Actually, I think it's oh, only one more AC point. Is it? Oh, yeah, maybe, but it's yeah, a better. Yeah, it's still one. Oh. Yeah, one is one. <laughs> yeah, but it is absolutely. Um, that's sure can. Uh, but you, with minimal taking in on the uh, the threads and the buckles, mm -hmm. it fits you fairly well. Okay. Um, it was meant to be a sort of every man's armor. So there right. are several stops on the buckle uh, to tighten it up. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. There we go. But, Royan, you're so, able to, to find a merchant or two that will deal in these wares. Um, okay, so the, I guess I'm selling gold leather, which purchases for about 10 gold. So. You get the five for it. <coughs> um, now, the obsidian blade... Uh, you show an armorer in the dock ward, um, this weapon, and he immediately covers it with a rag that he has off to the side, uh, a long, almost towel that he throws over it. What's the problem? They see you through it. I'm kidding. No, the, the metal <laughs> is, is an actual drow ore. It's fine in the Underdark, and certain collectors will pay very handsomely for armory, weapons collectors, normally those that follow the, the tale of Corlin uh, uh, and the fall of Loth. So do you know somebody you can sell this to? I can, yes, and I do what know do you, somebody. What do you give me for it? I can make <coughs> upwards of 400 gold for this. All right, so 200? If that's what we want to sell on, absolutely. 200. 200 it is. Uh, when exposed... Like the longer I carry it around, the more danger it's going to be. If I start showing it around, you seem like you're... You seem like you're super trustworthy with my super low list. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm absolutely happy to sell this to you. Uh, just in the future, if you see uh, a drowish blade of this color... The ore will become pitted and useless after an hour in direct sunlight. Oh. Well, that's not good. Not at all. So, let's call it this. I know somebody I can unload this on fairly quickly. Okay. And I have places I can put this until then. Um, I will give you a mark that you can turn in at the bank. I don't carry usually that much. Several hundred right. pieces of gold at a time. Especially in that. And so he writes out a business ledger for you, a receipt, okay. uh, signs it, and hands it to you. Is the bank in this district, or do I need to go to the No, there is a bank in this okay. district, absolutely. The dock right. ward, uh, they usually handle the uh, the working class 
uh, checks and debts, that sort of thing. Um, but this isn't banking the game. After about no. a bell of work, uh, you are released the funds. They do have someone checking if it's a forgery, that sort of thing, That's because apparently this happens from time to time. Yeah, I mean, you know what? Really? Payroll is really maybe Tell one of those more. things I might have had to help with because I'm good with numbers. Sure. So, <laughs> no, you're no, I understand that. very intelligent. It's fine. It's fine. But uh, that, hey, look, 200 that. gold, uh, 205 for for a walk around yeah. is not bad. Yeah, that's fine. Um, um, did Celise stay at the... Uh, yes. All right. She I stayed will, with you. Yep. I will wander back to the... Yep. And while you go out and do your... Uh, your task, if you want to make a perception check, make sure no one's following sure, you, that sure. sort of thing. Because, you know, you did have a close encounter with, uh, you think, yeah, Red Sam. probably super good at perception. <laughs> that's, that's a, that's a Snake attack! <laughs> Woohoo! I rolled a nine, so that's an eight. They probably don't come out at night. Yeah. <laughs> well, in the day, during yeah. The day, it's the, like like vampires, yeah. I like that blade. They'll yeah, just pit they'll scar. just pit, scar, and then <laughs> eventually fall to pieces. Um, so, but Celise was watching your family, and Magpie was there as well. Okay. well Magpie will lives in the next building. Wander so. by and pass off to Celise and um, uh, Magpie, each a little uh, wrapped-up bundle of cloth with 41 gold in it. There you go. Oh, uh, and then I will wander towards the... <coughs> um, Warm beds in. The warm beds in. Looking mm-hmm. for. Uh, okay. Come on. You arrive at the cold sweats in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so you're heading over to. I'm just rocking myself in the corner. So let's. Uh, Standard stuff. Magpie, what are you doing? Uh, uh, during the day. Obviously, uh, Celise, you're you're acting as kind of a guard. Yep. This place. <laughs> it is tax day. They'll be coming around soon. Okay. Um, uh, luckily, you yeah, guys have some money. Got, we got. Uh, Mark them is not in the pay taxes because I have to guard last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, not them, but. Didn't we also get some actual coin? Straightening no. up and three. We have the, the drow gold. The drow gold. Oh, yes, no. The I, skull imprinted coin. Yep. I had dispersed that already. Yes. Um, everyone everyone got one of those yeah. coins. Tidying oh, up. Oh, yep. No, nope, sorry, it's right there. And helping with, you know, breakfast. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I know she's still lurking around. I'll bring her some buggy. Thank you. You're Very good. All right, that's excellent. Now, now, tumbler turn and shuffle are sleeping this entire day away. Um, it seems like they've had a, they a difficult time with it. Elite stuff, or are they just tired? They seem to be just exhausted from their uh, excursions. Perhaps and they are disease free. They are disease free psychologically. Um, they probably will carry the marks of this for a time, but that is beyond your ability to heal. Magic initiative. I have all those spells! <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Tippy. She yeah. Yeah, she yacked. Oh, uh, poor thing. Anyway, well, she so. yacked on the hardwood, so that's... And that's preserved forever on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> My cat has a very weak well. stomach. She has not been feeling well. She... Don't it's, worry. Don't she's feel bad. She's well she's taken care of. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can't believe he took the halberd. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you'll regret that. I read his notes. You're fucked. Now, not the Yes. Last evening, you managed to see a shimmer disappearing amongst the rafters. The same sort of shimmer 
that you saw above that makeshift altar in the sewers. Yes. And before you were able to do anything, it seemed to have left your presence on the dock. So, now, throughout the night, is there anything special you do, or...? No, I'll just curl up in a relatively warm area and go to sleep for the night. You absolutely do. Mm -hmm. Uh, Able to get that long rest, where in your dreams... You can see that primal swamp, that sort of uh, ancient jungle land that perhaps your people uh, once roamed. And you can see it, this massive albino crocodile that stares at you from the river. Now, it's not the first time that you've seen this animal or this spirit. But it does seem to stare deeper into you, take greater attention of you than it has perhaps before. And you can feel this thing, spirit, this sort of power filling your mind, opening your senses towards greater secrets, greater power. There's also a haunting metal star blazing in the sky. The same type of star that you found near where you were told to guard. Yes. And these two images are mainly what you feel, what you see in these dreams that sort of carry you in and out of a restless slumber so that you do fulfill the bare minimum of a long rest and when you awaken in the morning it is not as but as a powerful semi-aquatic predator armored in scales, large, almost incredibly strong of jaw. And it takes a moment, a couple blinkings of your eyes, and you are sitting there crouched again. Hasn't happened before. Nope. This is the first time. He would have noticed. I was I was granted uh, his power, so I will uh, take a short time to meditate on that. Mm-hmm. Go find some breakfast. Absolutely. And then head towards the gnomes and the. Um, As a side, trail. breakfast is a bit easier to come by. Um, Ice fishing is no longer a great idea out here. Your survival is high enough, I can just tell you that. Stepping out will break the ice. In fact, it's as easy as stomping your heel a few times by the shore. And a large piece of ice breaks off. You're able to carry that out, fish for a moment. The fish is delicious, and you're off on your day. Okay. Awesome. I will hunt down the, the gnomes and the... Oh, you know where they are, absolutely. You remember quite well the stoop in which that small child was playing with her cup and ball. Um, 
where you first uh, got directions to where uh, the gnomish uh, wizard Roywin may be. Um, it's, you know, Roywin's still out and about um, at the moment when this morning jaunt happens. But Nakri'in does find uh, the house. You, on watch, easily see him approach. Doesn't seem like he's being particularly stealthy. No, he's not doing anything. Unless I'm... No. Okay. Great. Not at this time. Great. I'll just... <laughs> I'll... <laughs> Is she out in the street or up somewhere? or Sitting inside the, uh, the door frame? On the porch, the door porch? Yeah. Okay. On okay. the porch, then. You actually see her kind of sitting there, her arms crossed. Maybe across the street I can see better. Yeah. I, well, um, you do see her. She's not being particularly stealthy fine. either. I just, I don't stop. I just go and walk into the house. Sure. Uh, you see the lizard folk kind of um, note your uh, presence with a look, uh, but not a nod or anything like that, and uh, <coughs> enters into the house. Um there's, uh, as you approach, there's a kind of a set of stairs that leads upwards. You can hear the sounds of uh, uh, people talking, uh, kind of a gnomish uh, sort of back and forth, that slightly higher pitched, almost nasal voice. Um, and as your footfalls lead up the stairs, there's a, uh, a hushed quiet that comes over the voices. <laughs> I'll just walk in. You walk in, and um, so there's a couple of different reactions. Um, I'm still out. Though. You're out, yeah. There's a couple of different reactions from the gnomes here. That you see about <laughs> 15 to, to maybe 25-ish gnomes. You recognize one of them, at least. Uh, Mardnab Knackle Double Lock is here. Uh, the foolish gnome that got caught by spiders. Um, the younger gnomes uh, have different reactions uh, split right down the middle. They're either like, wow, or screaming and running into the next room. Uh, the elderly uh, gnome patriarch uh, stands up and kind of eyes towards you. Now, did you give them a rundown of the people that helped and stuff? He holds his hands up, waving a walking stick for a moment. Come down, come down. You must be Roywin's friend. The gnome smiles, tilting his head to the side. Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> yes. Is Roywin or Magpie here? Yes, hold on. Let me <coughs> call for Magpie. And he moves over to the side of the, the the window where there are several planks that go from one building to another. And with his walking stick, he bangs a couple times on the side door. Magpie! Coming! <laughs> She's on her way. He lights his, his crow lantern. <laughs> yes, I have to summon her. The crow's still wet in the window. <laughs> Can't you see it through the wall? <laughs> No, no, it takes a while. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Magpie, you crawl across, uh, light as a feather, yep. through the... Um, I forgot what I was doing. And into the the home next to you. You actually see Nakri'in, your lizard folk friend. Hello. What? 
brings you. Are we killing the dwarf? <laughs> the old man looks between you two, puts his hands up, starts blocking his ears and walking away. Children, let's all go to the next room and let them have their talk. <laughs> so, this guy I'm not gets sure. it. Okay, where's Roywin? Killing the dwarf. <laughs> It wasn't the dwarf we were looking for. Just, okay. Practice, practice. practice. The merchant was a dwarf. He killed him. The guy had money. At least ledgers for money. Oh, I'll, I'll <laughs> wait here. What the, what the clerk said when, when we came in. It was, it was, I should have known you'd find us here. Antios, yes. Uh-huh. I'll wait here. <clears throat> I'll find a spot to sit down and wait. Well, you sit down eventually. Several of the gnomes kind of trickle in. Uh, they are in, now super tiny when they're children. Uh, <laughs> almost not quite pixie size, or a bit broader, bigger of head. Uh, so, uh, but uh, between tiny and small, that kind of middle area. Um, like Goliaths are between medium and large, that middle area. Um, that's where the tiny children lay, and they are interested in you. Uh, there is a goblin here who stays well curled up away from you. Apparently he has a more developed fight-or-flight reflex because his eyes are just golden and wide looking over at you with pupils that have shrunk down to small dots as he focuses. Uh, but Grams and Grampus the the elders and apparently the leader of this the leaders of this clan despite being frail and obviously unable to provide for everyone uh, I'm just coloring it yeah. uh, so um, <laughs> so um, uh, they seem to continue their day uh, kind of around you now only a few children are bold enough to try and see what your tail's up to. Only a few children are bold enough to try and, like, reach out and feel your scales on your arm. And when Graham sees them doing that, she shoos them away. Says, reminds them, he's our guest. And we shan't be doing that to guests. I'm <laughs> sorry, Mr. Mrs. I will repeat Mr. Mr. <laughs> Not green. Not Cream. Not cream. Does that mean anything? Eater of gnomes. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it doesn't matter. Can I offer you a cup of tea? Certainly. Well, I'll be right back. <laughs> Two shakes. And I mean it, you leave them be. His tail, his scales, and that wonderful crimson crest. All of it. And... She kind of hurries off, and they're like, Crimson Crest? Eyes going wide, looking up. <laughs> um, Celise, uh, does seem like they're up there for a bit. Uh, Roywin comes back, passes out the money. That means you get yours too, then. Yep. I kind of just stare at them. Like, yep, you do get your money. Um, I, don't, I don't open it. Do you come like, with him after the warm beds, Nebumon? This is definitely... Not right away. More you, uh, you yeah, you two can have a conversation at the warm beds before. I have we... a bit to think about. 
that something happened. <laughs> Text. <laughs> but, uh, How much did this ghost attack? had a little visit last night. How? Was it the... Uh, the it? Oh! 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 <laughs> that, I no, totally haven't thought that. I was not prepared for that. You sure? I've done a little reading, but I think that in order to really figure more out, we're going to figure out things name. It's kept mentioning Agent Nethero. I'll offer you a cup of tea. Agent Nethero? That's not... It's not very dark. And how it is going to bring back a golden age. Time for planning. I'm pretty sure we don't want that. Probably. I'm just not. You want to give it a history check? I'll give you some factuals. Hey Derek, I want to make a perception check on the on the area, the area. No. Of course. <laughs> no. <laughs> Only one to come back. It was an age of sunshine and lollipops. Because well, you know what? What did I you roll? Rolling ones. Yep. Fucking amazing. Better than I got. All right. So it seems clear. I mean, the taxman cometh. Um. Yeah. That's what you see, Salise, is that they're actually coming down the streets, going a, door to door. Um, I read a book on Nethril once, and they were like, I thought you said it was okay for me to have it. God's walking on the earth, and we don't want them. They don't know me ever. <laughs> so, uh, you rolled totally a... I got an eight, but I rolled a one. That's pretty amazing. Um, so, <laughs> um, uh, Netheril was... Uh, you know the basics. Netheril was a human empire uh, under um, a kind of arcanist. They called themselves arcanists instead of wizards. You, under an arcanist class of royalty, <laughs> a mageocracy, mm -hmm. uh, they furthered magical um, kind of uh, education and uh, innovation in ways that humanity has never seen. Uh, but it was dangerous, and eventually playing with uh, magic destroyed them. Because they went too far, too greedily, too deeply, that whole thing. But they were recently a power again until... until they were. They had like... they had floating cities. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, everyone knows that the floating cities came crashing down as part of that whole, oh my god, it was horrible. Um, <laughs> there was talk of a last bastion of Netheril that crashed recently outside of Mithdranor. <laughs> well... We could try and travel all the way out to Mithran. <laughs> or, I've been thinking about suggesting this to you for a while now. We could get the coin together and take a trip down to Candlekeep and do some research there. It's the greatest library in the Sword Coast. Mm -hmm. um, but it's not. To get to get virtually unfettered access, we're going to have to come up with some piece of knowledge they don't they don't have, or need a book, or a bit of lore, or something. Otherwise, it's an exorbitant fee to yes. use it. If you don't have something like that, yeah. Right. So, I think that if we're going to find some answers to your problem in a way that doesn't put us in um, unnecessary levels of risk. <laughs> Candle keep is the way to go. Yeah. Um, at least your problems haven't gotten you any worse. He didn't, you know, offer you some diabolic weapon, 
or grant yeah. you greater power, right? Whoa. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so anyway, I need to go to um, the Wand House and to the Fathom Fast House to give them their cuts. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to come along? Or do you need some time to center yourself? I'll, I'll be around in a little bit. All right. Um, Celise. Yes. And she followed me to the. No, no, no. Oh, she's over at the house. No, no, no. She's over at the house. I thought you guys were talking Celise in the house. Yeah. No, nope, they're at the warm beds. Okay. At the, um, <laughs> at the house. Okay. So, I, I would be willing to bet that Nakraeen, 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 is likely to show up there at some point too. We had briefly discussed. Furthering our completion of this matter um, by uh, yes. dealing with that dwarf. No, I agree. If you're interested in coming along on that, um, uh, I suggest meeting up there. Sounds good. All right. You going to be all right? You sure? I mean, I can stick around for a little bit longer if you need me. I'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> Where did Theodoric find himself? <laughs> right out front, sitting in the sun. <laughs> 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 oh my god! They said I couldn't go back into the house. What about the garden? The garden. I'll live, I'll live in the garden. Like a savage. I'll go back to my orcish roots. <laughs> <laughs> the third gardener he's he, killed, you know. They're his he didn't actually kill them. He just sort of shoved them a little and took their money. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, no, you're in the cold. You've got your cloak. You've got your sack of 40 gold. Ooh, I'm about to almost double his net worth. I know, right? <laughs> yes, which will still be incredibly disappointing compared to the standard of living I was enjoying until this morning. Take out heaven that sack. You're going to knock people the head. Take other money. Ah, but that will be my undoing. For someday I shall take enough money that I'm no longer able to swing the sack to, <laughs> to take That's their the money. Foul hubris! You could split it into multiple sacks. Genius! <laughs> All right, Theodoric, man. That that kind of uh, um, talk still resounding <laughs> in your mind as if you've just had it. Uh, the looks on the faces of Oswald, Rickhart, and Linnea weighing heavily on you. Um, Mom was here, this shit never would have happened, I can tell you that. <laughs> uh-huh. Wicked brave old man! <laughs> taking, taking a 15-year-old out when his mom's not home. That's right! Get out, 15-year-old! Really? Yeah! Or Orcs start very young. Yeah. That's true. Um, we're only good to about 75 on a good day, so. But, yeah. Um, he will, he's not going to call on the wands. Mm-hmm. But he will just send a card to Nerwin. That's right, because he may not have the money, but he still has the fancy trappings. Yep. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed, he's still Lord. They made very clear that he's still a scion of the Fathom Fast House. And it is uh, afforded, my lords get afforded some pretty steep uh, uh, protections by Waterdeep uh, law. But, so, and mm-hmm. just tell them they don't meet him at uh, 
Oh god, it's early. Well, no, it's not that early. No, might be awake. Yep. You may not be allowed out of the house. But if that's the case, he'll probably send a message. Um. But he's gonna spend all forty gold <clears throat> the first day. <laughs> well, now what do I do? It must have been a year and a day, but <laughs> I have forged myself into a new man. Hey. Useful. I did a whole year and a day's worth of reforging in one day. That makes me better, right? <laughs> Too good. Sneaks in and changes all the calendars. The one family time stopped oh, me God. so I could continue my training in a zero time room. <laughs> um. Okay, DBC. DNDBZ. <laughs> That's what that uh, that sound is. All right. He will. You have sent a message to Nerwin. Yes. The contents of which. To meet me at the club later. The sated Seder. Yes. Yes. Like, if it's. Say one in the afternoon, after evening. yeah, the evening. Yep, sure. Now I have no idea where they live. I mean, other than over there somewhere in the southern ward or the yeah, dock ward. No, yes, no. Um, but I do know about the inn because they yes. took me there. Yeah, you absolutely. You had a stagecoach bring you yes to the warm beds on a mostly cobbled road. <laughs> it's a good day for a walk. Pass, a good don't day break for a into walk. that. Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> Take I... me places. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> How did you forty gold just to get across the city? <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's a long way. <laughs> I think they may have given me the reference. Mm -hmm. So he'll walk. Yep, no problem. Um, you are heading to the wand house. Uh, yeah. All right. Well. Uh, the wand house guard, um, purple of uh, suit, purple and blue, uh, look over to you. Uh, they seem to have been um, spoken to about a gnomish wizard with a pointy hat. Yep, thus the crossbows. <laughs> and thus the, what's your business here? Uh, I was wondering if it might be possible to speak to Lord Zelda. Regarding what? I'm not really good at this, but you sound really belligerent. <laughs> no, you've, you've accurately read the room. <laughs> he, uh, he pants his head to the side. Um, that helmet, just a little askance on the top of his head. I heard from the Watt Commander last night someone bearing your description trespassed and you were not allowed back on the grounds. So forgive me if I am coming across a tad prickly. Trespassed? I trespassed. Okay. Being where you don't belong. <laughs> for the that lane. That doesn't sound like an accurate... <clears throat> recitation of events, but okay, I'll stand right here. You send somebody inside to get Lord Nerwin to come here and meet me at the door, and then you can supervise the entire interaction. 
I don't take orders from you, short stack. You tell me what you want. I Maybe I pass it on. Please. Well, he's Any chance I could be walking past at that point? You. You know what? Yes, absolutely. You, you're trying so hard not to go to Nerwin with this problem, and you were gonna send a card, but then you remember you that costs money, hand. so you have the card in your hand. Now, suddenly you've gone from, I'll spend, you know, whatever, to, I am a miser hoarding this. You've got the card in your hand, you're walking towards the guards, pay myself to and the guards, the guard does seem like he's about to send her away. That's that's the read you're getting on this. When you see the well-dressed uh, olive green skin of Theodoric Fathomfest. Oh my god, it's an orc! And I slip past them. Where? <laughs> Do you want to try that? No. I don't, I don't at all. <laughs> no. Super Behind me, guardsmen, and careful. I hear they're feral creatures. <laughs> <laughs> that one looks poor and hungry. <laughs> so, you... Well, he does seem to uh, walk up. The Everyone stays quiet. This whole interaction between the you and the guards kind of stopping mid-sentence as they look over and then look to each other and look over. Master Fathomfast. Gentlemen. Oh, Theodore. Good day to you. Uh, I have something for you. You do? Yes. Uh, rummage round and, and pull out a cloth wrap bundle that I bounce a couple of times so you can hear the jingle. And then I hand it over to you. Thank you. The guards kind of look at each other quizzically. Like, what sort of business can, you know, <laughs> pauper gnome with pointy hat have with uh, so anyway, a fathom fast? So anyway, if you could go fetch Lord Nerwin. Go fetch Lord Nerwin. Thank you. And <coughs> one of the guards does head quickly. Towards the uh, start of the house. They knock on the door. The door opens. He tells a guard over there. And then returns to his post. So how fares the day, uh, Pierce? Warmer than yesterday. I've noticed. Any day now, I think. I think. Master Nowen's all a Twitter. Hmm. Please don't say I said that. Apparently the air is really, really stormy at that height. Because they're really upset. You understand that we're under orders from Lord Wand himself, and we not allow the trespassers back onto our property. I'm afraid for the time being that also pertains to you. I, under I understand, Pierce, I understand. It's they do understand that we're <clears throat> Might I suggest we table that discussion for the moment? <clears throat> sure, I, I guess, whatever. I mean, they're guards, they're paid to guard and actually what they're paid to do is follow orders which is precisely what they're doing eh, they're they're paid to guard well you do <laughs> see after a few moments uh nerwin uh he is um walking out looks a bit crestfallen um lips kind of pursed into a little bit of a frown though he does force a smile as he walks up his eyes are slightly red and his cheeks are flushed. But he comes up. Oh. Hi, guys. Look, no one. Um, How wonderful uh, to see you. Roy, Roy Wynn, the uh, wizard. For you. Oh, you do? I do. Oh, 
and I pull out the last portion of the treasure, and I hold out the clock wrap bundle to him. Well, he his hands are kind of almost quivering, and he looks. That's your cut of the coin from our adventure. It's your treasure. <laughs> I thank you for this. Well, you earned it. Well, you, my cousin, would be dead now if it were not for the actions of you. Well, he kind of. Uh, bites his lower lip and nods. As far as I'm concerned, you're a hero. Uh, you too. <laughs> Absolutely. And Did he step past the property line? Yeah, he's walking right. out I'm going to give him a hug. And the guards kind of look at each other, but I they like don't intervene. But he he crouches down. He crouches down and gives you a hug as well. And <coughs> once this all blows over, I'll show you everything in the house. Well, that's fantastic. Oh, well, yeah. and, and I hope that um, you know we can. It's just my dad. It's all right. I understand. Family is important, and. You need to respect the teachings and guidance of your father, but you also have to find a way to make your own way, too. Ah, that's the rub. Well, I see somewhere, you. Somewhere there's a balance. Yeah, you're right. I'll talk to him a little bit later. Maybe he'll listen. I hope we can adventure together again. I would very much like that. I think we had a great adventure, no matter what the outcome was of that. I think we did some real good. I do. No, and I, I could see doing that again. Absolutely, he says, and he holds his coin and kind of feels the weight of it in his hand, and he's like, yeah, we did all right. No, but before you put that in your pocket, though. Okay. Yeah. I clean it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true, it's probably scraps of dirty cloth. Right. Thanks dead. so much. Oh, Theo, I can't go out today. <laughs> All right. Well, if if you need to find me when you can't go out, uh, leave a word at the club. Uh, the Seder. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I will. Uh, well, this blows over. Usually half a ten day most. Well, bit bit longer for me. What do you mean? Oh, I'm I'm cast from the house for a year and a day. Well, that. That's insane. No, I'll talk to my father, and we'll get you a room. We've got, like, 70. I appreciate the thought, Darwin, but part of it is I'm not to seek... I'm not to seek shelter with your family either. All right, maybe if we can find <laughs> one of them fabled hats of disguise, and then we've got, like, <laughs> 70. It's fine. Besides, this means that I don't have any problem with following our plan. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I spoke with some woodwise folk. Usually come by sometimes just to touch base with my dad. They say, Thor's coming tomorrow or the next. Have you told them? No. They won't stop me. It seems like I get more good done when I don't tell them what I'm doing. See, that's what I'm saying, though. <clears throat> don't ask him. Tell him. It's tell Sindarit, my father. Respectfully. 
All right, what's the worst that can happen? He kicks me out too. Then we'll get ourselves oh, a no, small. Don't, don't do that. It'll be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sponging off of you recklessly. <laughs> and then you and I, well, we'll just find our own way. Now. And Roywin, she, I mean, she can come too, right? Adventuring. Well, of course I Well, we want an Argent Hound adventure. And I. <laughs> I Argent she, Hound? Yeah. Yeah, only the greatest adventure in Guild and Waterdeep. Well, I guess. Sure, alright. I mean, I was thinking the Red Sashes, but... Or Force Grey. Force Grey? Uh, yeah, but I think you got to build up to Force Grey. Well, I suppose. I, I mean, the Blackstaff sure, probably know. knows what happened at Blackstaff Tower. He says... <laughs> <laughs> Hard to pull it over all of it. But the Argent Hound, that's a fresh start. That's a fresh start sure, for, sure. for all of us. I mean, Theo and I, and maybe you. In, sure. in any event, really in the meat. I'm that. sorry. I have not really consider that, but... Sure, yeah. You know what? I got some ideas might be interesting. Yeah? I was a mighty spiffy group you came in with. I... I could have thought that you were hounds already. I almost did. I, I mean, I did. And then Theo provided the almost. <laughs> uh, I, uh, he looks back as the uh, steward of this house, a bald but stern-looking man, opens the door. <sighs> I give a formal military bow to him. Oh, he bows back. It's uh, not a graceful maneuver, but you can tell it's a courtier's bow. Uh, back to you. It is always a, a pleasure, Miss um, Roywin Filchbatter. The pleasure was all mine, Lord Wand. Uh, I better get inside. <coughs> um, Theo, he hugs you. Seriously. 70 room. Find yourself a decent disguise kit with gold. <coughs> Alright, he pats you on the back. I'll miss you, brother. <laughs> Good luck in that painfully dark world. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. I can see in the dark. It's fine. He nods to you and... I can see in the dark. It's <laughs> he enters um, the bald-headed steward, uh, looking between the two of you, his eyes narrow pinpoints of black disdain. And he shuts the door. <laughs> you really have no concept of how to speak to people, do you? <clears throat> what are you talking about? <clears throat> the, well, I'm walking away as we're doing this. Those guards mm -hmm. could have been a big boon to you, but you alienated them as soon as you started talking to them. I don't know what you're talking about. I know you don't. That's part of the problem. <laughs> I talk to people all the time. <clears throat> you have words, and they convey meaning. It's called nuance. It's called understanding your audience. Huh. <laughs> so anyway... <laughs> so you're saying, like, this is a skill. We're, uh, <laughs> we're talking about... Um, Putting the last couple of nails in the coffin of uh, Dish of his adventure. Oh, you've already got him in a coffin? Good. 
I'll be happy to come and drive into nails. Oh, no, you meant kill him. No, I can't possibly do that. That sounds dangerous. It's not in the sewers, is it? I don't think so. Only a little bit. I don't I don't think it is. I mean, maybe sewer adjacent. Are you interested in coming along? There might be coin in it. It seems like coin is now... Uh, what? Something you might need? Well, I have a fairly generous amount right now. How much? <laughs> Enough to live on here? Right here so, in the street, no. They I probably sort of gesture <laughs> at the finery of this district. Mm-hmm. Not indefinitely, no. Whatever else Lord Wan um, had to say, <coughs> the life of a mercenary adventurer um, is potentially full of uh, full of coin and opportunities for advancement. All right, so who... even if it's not the Argent Hounds. All right, so who does this dwarf answer to? What's his power base? The dwarf, as near as we can tell, answers to um, thank you, <laughs> the Sanathar Guild. All right, that's behind the scenes. Who did they? What's his? What does he do in the daylight? Does he just dwell in the shadows all the time? Does he have a business a- front? Does he? On jobs sometimes. He's a he's a contractor. I say with <laughs> some disdain. What what on earth is that? <coughs> he gets people jobs. He does work. Just jobs. <laughs> Are you guys making your way back to yes. the the home? Alright. Yeah. With Roywin leading you, it's easy enough to find the uh uh, yes, it's a bit of a squalid where, where are we going? section of the south, <laughs> oh. southern ward. Um, really? And you're, you're, able to, you're able to pass through the gates, no I... problem. Uh, it is daytime, so things are a little bit more lax. People are allowed to move from place to place. Uh, there are workers that come from the southern wards into the north or, um, or sea ward all the time in the castle ward. Do you remember that thing you were saying about me and the guards. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this is the world that I operate in. So... Oh, no. It was meant to be a compliment. This must be a fairly difficult place to live compared to where I lived. As opposed to... I don't know. We just live here. I mean... It's hard, but it's what's the alternative? Going somewhere else, I suppose. Well, uh, it is easy enough for Salise. Our conversation sort of (coughs) wanders into political, socioeconomics. It's no problem. It's enlightening, and uh, there are many things you can agree with and find common ground on, and some (coughs) things that you do not. Uh, feel free to elaborate on those things, of course. Uh, but, Salise, you do see Roywin and uh, Theodoric uh, walking up the road. Okay. 
there, just so Before you are aware. After the tax collector. I'm not necessarily mm-hmm. going to keep doing this every time, mm-hmm. but I cut that treasure six ways, mm-hmm. and I gave away six shares. You absolutely <laughs> did. I did not keep a share. Oh, for you myself. did not keep a share for yourself. I see. Okay. All right, I did not know that. Okay. I'm making it clear. Thank you. Um, so, uh, the tax collectors uh, do seem to have a mark on their ledger. And they skip over Roywin's house. However, the Kenku are uh, are taxed. Right. Um, I'm going out shopping. Oh yeah, no, you are out and about. <laughs> There's a lot of people out and about today. The streets are filled with people walking around, not being in buildings. Yeah. <laughs> the inns have emptied out. Which means that even on a cold day like this, you can see... Uh, would-be hounds and hounds in full armor kind of jumping up and down to stay warm. <laughs> and, Firebolt! Firebolt! Yes. Firebolt! <laughs> warm these guys yeah. up. Um, no, I'll pay my share. And... Sure thing. And I'll get that for you. But um, other than that, uh, it is fairly quiet when most of the group has assembled in one locale. Uh, it seems to be Roywin's house. It is a dilapidated uh, building. You have to be careful on the stairs. They generally do not support yours or Salisa's weight when you uh, head up the stairs. I imagine the ceilings are a little challenging too, given that I'm six foot six. You are six foot six, but this house does seem to have been made at one point oh, okay. for humans. Um, <coughs> that may not be the case anymore. But uh, that was at one point the case. It's still a little low for you. You're a tall dude. Um, <clears throat> Good day, all. The only one of you not there as of yet is Nebumon. Are you well, lad? <laughs> Touch of plague, but it's past. Would you like some tea? Thank you, no. So, <clears throat> oh, let's all let Roy Wynn talk with her friends, says Grampus. The other room again, says one of the gnomes. Hurry on now, hurry on. <clears throat> You'll have your privacy, she says, says Grams, as she ushers a gaggle of um, gnomes past. Uh, now, Mardnab does smile to you, nod. A uh, bit of a way of thanks. And Salise, are you joining them? Yep. Uh, Mardnab will hug you on the way out. Uh, but Good day, lady. Um, Mardnab, why don't you stick around? You know what? That's probably for the best. She says and sits cross-legged on the floor a small ways away from you. Okay. Um, I was hoping that Nebelmon would have joined us by now. He did say he was coming, but um, I'm also fairly certain he's in whatever we plan. <clears throat> Problem yesterday. Well, stretch back days before that. Problem <laughs> yesterday started with. A dwarf by the name of Melvin Fellhand. He works for the Xanathar Guild. 
I, I didn't know that when Martinap died. That guild off and on has been employing people for decades. It's well known in the city. Believed to be defunct, but well known. Yeah. This isn't the first time that it's been believed to be defunct and come back. I'm going to pull up um, the artist's voice from my repertoire and repeat what he told us. Huh. Now, I don't have memorized word for word, and I apologize. No, no, that's fine. That was the the testimony of Marco, the artist, Laranjo. I believe that he's, as you heard, sort of in over his head. And I think he would welcome the opportunity to find a chance to get out of that and into something, if not more lucrative, at least less likely to um, end with his head in a noose. Nebamon, you actually hear the door open and shut, and you can see him uh, walking up the stairs at this point. He gets a warm smile and... uh, I need a... A negotiating with blacksmith brief thing. Oh, yeah, what do you need? Yep, what are you going to get? I'm trying to get armor. So I'm going to try to talk up the sword, throw some backstory on it with the. Make a persuasion check. See if I can give him something to sell it for No, it's an exotic weapon. Oh, yeah. 24. 24? You may sell this weapon for two thirds its price instead of half. I'd offer to lend you money, but I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> That's not entirely true. So, you can sell that sword for two thirds. Um, and then I'll see what <coughs> So, that's what ten for that. All right. But Nebamon is in the room with you. We're going to do a little bit of this on the side, but yeah. Um, Norvin is the. Uh, Tumblr turn and shuffle make their way across the planks. He's the local contractor for the Xanathar Guild. He hires the he talent. He hugs and a thump on the head each. He hires the talent. They whistle at you and nod. Jobs. And normally that's, I mean, okay. he's not a nice person, so but he's a source stuff. of employment. Mm-hmm. And a few gold. But this time he threw a group of folk not ready for the challenge into a place that they were not going to get past. And it's no offense to anybody here. None um, taken! Under says the Tumblr turn. Basically. Um, and that sets a precedent. And he needs to be convinced that this behavior is not acceptable. I thought we were killing him. That could be where it goes. He's unlikely to just step down. Why don't we just tell the guard? You can tell I'm a new person in town. <laughs> well, no, there's something to that, especially if we attach it to the Xanathars. Xanathar. We don't have evidence that the Xanathars involved. They'll just, <coughs> they'll just take it as a poor person looking to settle a debt with another <coughs> poor person. And we don't want people to know that people know. And I'm going to be honest, 
I think using that tactic is likely to backfire on us, especially us, and I think a gesture towards the the Kinku and and Mardab, because the Xanathar Guild, in most of its incarnations, has had a great deal of influence over the Guard in the city. And they are far more likely to be able to get charges to stick against us than we are against them. Then you're the, I'm sorry, go ahead, Magpie. The birds in the hand. Birds in the hand. Arrested. Correct me if I'm wrong. This is my first for into general subterfuge. Generally been very specialized to date. What you're talking about could very well lead to essentially going to war with this guild. I don't think so. I think it's far more likely that um, someone will take Nervin's place. I understand what you're saying, but just as you said, <clears throat> allowing someone to send neophytes on a journeyman or master's job isn't good precedent, neither is doing nothing when one of your lieutenants gets murdered. Or so I'm led to understand. Narbin's already threatened our lives, says Mardnip. Mardnap, to which Shuffle says, Roasted on a spit. <laughs> Likes to bring that one out with that. <coughs> Let him come to us. <clears throat> Letting him come to us puts the little ones in danger. Going to him. Can we make it make it like we're doing that <coughs> favor? How do you mean? Uh, maybe he's... Uh, can we make it known that he failed and that he should be dealt with? Maybe that he failed so miserably that he, he risked revealing them? Probably I suppose I don't know how we go about that. Maybe Problem is, it maybe. doesn't involve getting to him; it involves getting to whoever's running him. Well, we have somebody that can possibly get back to that person. This artist wants person. He was in the warm beds when you left. He <laughs> we, looked over a little bit, but he um, he maybe, is trying to keep his distance. Maybe we tell him what we're doing. And that if he goes to whoever is in charge of Narbin and says, "Hey, Narbin screwed up and got the attention of people," I don't. They killed him. The impression that he didn't know who was in charge of Narbin directly, did he? Not directly. Well, he might still be able to get word back. Mm -hmm. He could. He could spread word amongst the other underlings that Narbin is starting to slip. Don't get me wrong. I've no particular joy in this Narbin. He sounds like a beastly fellow. Like everyone else, he has to know that actions have consequences. <laughs> but just um, keep in mind what... He moved. You've counter-moved. 
your family lives. If you move again, just keep in mind what his counter move might be. There was someone outside last night. Is there uh, a sigil? Uh, yes, actually. There's a uh, <coughs> a sort of dog rampant. It's a heraldic sign. Uh, it's a uh, silver or gray dog uh, rampant on a shield. Uh, and I can get you... Well, all I need to know is if there was one. Huh. I, uh, look amongst our... Uh, Eric Thieves and uh, and Ne'er Do Wells. Um, sure. Which one of you um, knows how to um, forge a document? Um, a few of the the assembled uh, rogues, Mardnab, uh, Shuffle, and Tumblr turn. Uh, Share looks. mind. Well, he attempted to send thieves into the Argentine's basement. <clears throat> what if we had a? Um, oh, I don't know. What if there's a group of adventurers who seem to be working for the Argentine who went in to bust the joint up? Specifically looking for him. I like where you're going with this. <clears throat> However, in this particular day and time, I'm going to have to pass on invoking the Argent Hounds. <sighs> Nerwin and I are planning on trying to join, maybe as early as tomorrow, the way the ice is going. He actually wanted me to extend the invitation to the rest of you. Well, he wanted the invitation extended. I'm, I'm speaking for him, but I know he wanted it known. He found you all impressive and competent and felt that you well, would do well in the trials. Says, <coughs> and well, since I find myself at loose ends. Well, what do they stand for? Uh, solving problems for people. Um, I don't think we're likely to be forced to take a job that we find up for it. My understanding is they don't force you to take any jobs, but you can't be a full member until you've fulfilled a certain amount of obligation. Is that correct? Or at least popular? <coughs> that is the popular opinion, is that uh, there's a trial phase. Uh, some people make it, some people don't. It's a guild that walks as tall as them that routinely engages in um, nefarious jobs is going to come to the order, come to the attention of the, of the open lord. Mm -hmm. And she does not stand for bullshit. True enough. In fact, many members of Forest Gray have come from the ranks of the Hounds. Okay. But in any event, that's my intention in Nerwin's. I was 
Well, there's no talking him out of it. Unless his family um, out and tries to forbid it, I suspect he'll be there. I agree with the orc. You mean about not? Correct. <laughs> the See, orc I had around. thought that maybe that might be ballsy enough to get their attention. I'm not saying it wouldn't. And I'm not worried about <laughs> their end of it. I don't want to be bandying out the name falsely of a group I'm planning on trying to join. Hmm. Well... This is not something that I'm particularly good at, but maybe someone amongst our group could imply it without actually outright saying it. I don't know how I feel about that. About what? Says the knight. (laughs) (coughs) That seems pretty underhanded. I mean, why don't we just go and accuse him, and if he chooses to fight us, then we fight back. Because that is the situation that... Uh, Theodoric had suggested would lead to escalation. Even if his masters don't give a rat's hind parts for him personally, it's hard to get good help if you're willing to just stand by and watch them get murdered. But at the same time, if we can make it look as if this is retribution that he's earned... He has. He has, (laughs) but it has to look like it's retribution that he's earned, then... Uh, then why not just put out what the, uh, the truth about what he's done instead of having to forge things and stuff? Or for that matter, why not bring it to the hounds directly and let them deal with him? That's not a bad plan, actually. They're either the aggrieved party or they're not. If that's what everybody wants to do that's fine but I and then we can just I think it lacks the personal message I mean I'm just saying wouldn't you rather have him dealt with and have it not traced directly back to your doors isn't that what you're trying to prevent now the other piece of that is, you know, if your ego becomes involved in taking justice, it's not necessarily justice at that point. You have a very narrow view of justice. No. Mm. And a great deal of underappreciation of ego. <laughs> How does all this protect a nest? If the hounds decide to deal with him. First of all, they have a great deal more resources than the combined lot of us do. It says the guy who just lost all his resources. (laughs) You don't understand. My one background feature, it's gone. (laughs) Um, Secondly, and I'll be perfectly honest, bringing them a piece of useful information can't help but grease the wheels a little bit. Um... And thirdly, if they deal with them, there's nothing to directly tie it back to you. They have all manner of arcane resources. They may very well have scried who was responsible for it. Or divined, or whatever. If this is the course we take, we need to take some steps to protect the artist. I promised that I would do everything I could to help him get out of that situation. So why is the artist in danger if we tell the hound that Narbin Because he worked directly for Narbin 
and he's caught in the crossfire, he could be hurt or killed. Why don't we just warn him? Yeah, just tell him to be someplace else for a while. Just making sure. No, that's Mm -hmm. fine. Yeah. Tell him. Look around the next room. Okay, Marco, come on out. (laughs) Thanks for letting me stay here, guys. That was really tops of you. (laughs) And all Narbon gave me as a parting gift was this delayed blast fireball. Delayed blast fireball. (laughs) (laughs) Shell teleport circle. What does your t-shirt say? Exploding wounds? Yeah, Narvin said it looked right up a boom. (laughs) He said also don't look at it. (laughs) <laughs> so it'll look great, but don't look at it. You can look at it in a mirror, because then it's not the same thing. That's right. Hmm. All right. What is the plan? Oh, before we go any further, and I'm sorry to bring up a rude topic in your home, but did anyone else get the plague? <laughs> Mardnap shakes her head. Tumble or turn and shuffle, kind of look over at each other. That was really a thing? Yes, that was really a thing. I was Mm. quite ill. I'm not so soft. Good for you. (laughs) 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 Well, Mr. Not So Soft doesn't need healing this time around, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I hear myself. God damn it! Still concerned about roasting on a spit. Well, yes. even if you Arch tell them, it's going to take time. Motivated to guard this. No, but whoever's the next person to step into Narvin's place, we we take more care with the jobs that are taken. Right? I mean. We spread the word. Right. Mardnap nods. Well, I mean, it's either that or... Well, I've read some... Some uh, of Volo's explorative, like, fiction stuff where it's like a, a noir kind of crime story. It's really good, but he runs into a group Shocking. of thugs. Oh, yeah, no, he has these amazing... Um, no, you read a book. He has amazing monk training, apparently, that no one knows about Bolo, and which he learned in Carathor, or I think he spells it Carathor, but he does, and uh, so they kill his beloved dog, actually, and he gets this long string of revenge on them, but no one knows, because he says, like, last line is like, the best kind of secret is the one only dead men tell. It was... So what you're saying is, we go get rid of them and then we kill each other? No, that doesn't happen in the book, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, he takes everyone out before the city watch. Like, and there's this hard-nosed captain. I'm afraid I can only be part of your plan if I'm the final one. I was going to say that. <laughs> I'm just... I mean, I'm willing to go and speak to the hounds. There's very little to attach me to you folk directly. I think if we go speak to the hounds, we go speak to the hounds together. Yes, because then we can at least do our best not to... Not to not, but to 
protect your families. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, I do have to tell you, I don't do my best work when other people are there giving their versions of events. I trust you, Doric. Don't want war in the streets. Just want home safe. I agree. On a side note, I think that a campaign, a, a whisper campaign against Narbon is a fantastic idea. Mm. What we're good at. Yep. Well, and quite frankly, there's nothing wrong with starting something like that. No, no, no. I, these are, I don't think that these are mutually exclusive by any means. And we'll keep an eye out while you're away. If anything happens, we'll get a message to you. Well, under ordinary circumstances, I'd simply leave Monster with you. But, um, I don't like the wherewithal to resummon him at the moment. Yeah. Sorry about what happened to Monster. Monster... ...isn't a physical being. Don't worry about it. Monster is fine. Monster's just not corporeal. It's like someone tore his pants. <laughs> And then he went to, like, another plane of existence. Well, yeah, it's like someone tore his pants, and then he fell out of the universe with a hole in them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The oh. shuffle. <laughs> some, some big pants. I will admit, my knowledge of magical matters is somewhat unorthodox, but that certainly sounds possible to me. <laughs> so, am I to believe that we have a monthly crew heading towards the Argent Hound? Apparently. Well, uh, you are there when several uh, produce carts are outside. They're being brought in by what seem to be members of the stewards. Uh, they are uh, working quickly in the chill, uh, but seem to have a purpose for everything. Overseeing them is a bald-headed dwarf with a neatly shorn beard. This is perfect. Get him. A history check would be fine. May I give? Take it, Take No. Okay. Unfortunately. So that would be Brenvolk Ironhold. Of the Dwarven noble family, the Ironholds. They were a uh, disgraced family until not too long ago, when the uh, scion and heir of the family name made amends uh, by retaking a Dwarven stronghold called the Sorrow Forge. Uh, his name is Durig, like Durig Ironhold. It was terrible. <laughs> it actually <laughs> happened. Uh, so, um, but uh, Durig Ironhold uh, had restored his noble name. It was quite uh, obvious that Brenvolk wanted no, none of it. That he didn't claim <coughs> his title nor his lands. 
and remains the quartermaster <coughs> of the Argent Hounds. Okay, so a proper title for him is Master. Correct. Ironhold. Yes. So that is it. Hmm. All right. All right. Step lively, gents. Master. We've got a feast to prepare. Sorry, That's yes. Ironhold. Uh, Thor's not here yet. Come back uh, a day I or think, two, but most. All right. Perhaps. Step lively. We've Sorry. got a. Yes, miss. We have a matter that we need to discuss with you. Who looks across all of you? Guildfield's complaints when the thaw happens. This isn't a complaint. All right, then. He says, pulling up his <laughs> coat uh, lapels and heading over. Uh, you see that he has a, a slight limp when he walks towards you. But If it would be possible to talk about this not on the street. I, I have a few minutes, but you understand this is a very I, busy time for us at I the stewards. I understand, and we'll try and make right. this as brief as possible. All right, come, come, come on in the back entrance. The back entrance. I'm sorry, I thought you wanted this to work. Oh! And just so as we're clear, there'll be no funny business. No, sir. All right. And I'm taking you at your word, he says, and uh, he pulls a, a large ring of keys goes around the Argent Hound. Uh, there's an acceptance hall that he is bypassing completely. And he enters into a small side room here uh, with hallway. Uh, when you guys are just barely in and shutting the, the door here, all right, that's as far as we're going today. That's, that's absolutely fine. Now, who am I talking <laughs> to? My name is Roywin Mernick Filchbatter, formerly of the Broken Hearts. Ah, the Broken Hearts, the mercenary company. We have a couple as the, uh, and the hounds. Hey, I know of you. These are, um, well, your guild and your company, anyway. These are my um, companions. <laughs> I gesture so that people can, uh, introduce themselves. Oh, what a, what a colorful assortment. <laughs> he smiles. You can see that the, uh, three teeth that you can see on the left side of his mouth are gold. All right. So, um. Hey, night. All right. <laughs> so it came to we, our. We live. He looks between the two of you. <laughs> if you could perhaps stand a little closer. We live in the city. Hey. And as a result, people sometimes have to take jobs that are not not as um. Up and up to get by. Oh, the spire of mornings where you want to go for confession. So, a gentleman what? named Let's... Narbin. Uh huh. Narbin. The Guild is attempting to infiltrate your hall from below. Relatives of. All right, that's I... something I want to hear about. Yeah. What's this about the Xanathar? The Xanathar Guild. Through an operative in the which district is he technically operating out of? A dock ward. Out of the dock ward, um, hired a group of infiltrators to come into your uh, your facility from below through the sewers. Ah, it's interesting. Uh, it's a dark tale. And what about did you come by this? 
information. The operative who hired them is Narbin, what's his name? Fellhand. Fellhand. Narbin Fellhand. I, I, I know the sort. A Fellhand name. He took it for himself. And he set his sights. I. He's a jackanape, a skulk purse, working out of the dock ward. And he set his sights on your sewer entrance. Oh, did he? The doors weren't open. I would have known. No. I suppose the security system worked just fine then. Your construct is destroyed. It's what now? Destroyed. In pieces. Broken. Uh, shattered. It fell in the hole. What hole? The hole under the bridge. The wood bridge. I told them they had to redo that <laughs> with masonry. Good, strong masonry. But did they listen to Bren Volk? No, it'll keep another season, Bren Volk. Look, we've got ourselves a shield guardian right here, Bren Volk. Well, Copper Bottom, who's right now? He spits. Did I... Do I know that? Do I know that? A gnomish sort like him, Eldritch, <laughs> uh, from a. Uh, sorry, it's the hat. <laughs> do I know that there's a? I sort of yes, a, sorry, miss. I. Did I like? Would I animal? Was that? I don't remember if we did a check where. I'm pretty sure it was about, a Motrin. <laughs> about the, there being like knowing that those spiders and the drow and stuff were from the undermountain and that there may also from the underdark. underdark. Uh, so right. if you want to make a uh, animal check, um, not animal handling, it's a it's a nature check on the spiders. Okay. I can give you a little bit more information on the spiders. Lantern, um, <clears throat> it's from the island. Lantern, it's his mate. Nope. <laughs> no, you have no idea. We got involved. I want to hear this part, too. Because okay. some of the people... What? He kind of narrows his eyes at you, Theodoric. Looks you up and down. I don't know. Keep telling me the story. He says to Rywin. We got involved because uh, some of the people who were hired are relatives of ours, and they hadn't checked in. They were threatened. Hmm. And Narvin walled them in and treated Pressured these people to poorly. do this against their will. So you're aware of some of the accomplices to this so-called break. And they're working for the Xanathar's Guild. No, they were freelancers. Threatened. Threatened by the Xanathar. Yes. Strong arm into the work. Uh, persuasion or deception, Rose whatever you think it might be. Yes. Persuasion? <laughs> yes. I'm pretty sure that that's accurate as far as I know. I know, I always um, like well, to bring out the door voice. Given the number voice. of people involved in it, right after all, or do you want... Um... <laughs> Uh, a couple of you have been talking. Uh, go ahead and take advantage. She's going to bring out the roasted on a spit thing. Yeah, it comes up every time we have this conversation. <laughs> so you say, roasted on a spit. Well, he strokes his beard. He, uh, Moradin's hammer. Well, let's go see what sort of damage is done. 
not us. So take care of that myself. I. So you were told of this. And what's your part in this play? You went. We went down there. Um, we went to rescue. Rescued our relations and got out. Alright. Killed some spiders too. Caught the plague. Now. <laughs> he looks over at you. Explains the coloring. <laughs> I'm sorry, but when I was a boy, we didn't take orcs to joke. And I know you have a bit of human in you too. I don't mean no disrespect. It was a different time. And you have my apologies. All right. You understand? Just one hiccup. If I go to the guard with this, the bylaws state I must be completely truthful with them, give them all the information I have, which means your names, which means the fact that you know people with contacts to the Xanathar. And then it's up to a magister in that regard. There's a reason we came to you instead of the guard. <coughs> and a reason why I'm warning you, if you want me to move forward, I have to go to the guard. Now I'm gonna build me a bridge. <laughs> that much is sure. <coughs> oh, you mean downstairs? I... Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were talking about meeting us halfway somewhere. No. <laughs> All right. No, I'm building me that damn bridge this All season. Right. Maybe even walling that thing off. It's dangerous. Well, I'll put rails on it, too. I may, may do that. But... I also should be fishing out that construct before uh, Copper Bottom arrives. All right, this is what I have to do. You want me to go forward with this, the guards will come knocking. And that's just me letting you know what's going to happen. Because it sounds like you meddled. As the old man says, meddling where you don't belong is the spirit of an adventurer. So I respect it. I do. But we have rosy relations with these guards and if I were to do anything to conceal I'd be betraying the guild but you don't have to go forward that I don't I might just go build a bridge I'm giving you the right of it let me test the waters here, if you were to hazard a guess, uh -huh. how would the Argent Hounds want this handled? The Argent Hounds, why, if it's really the Xanathar, if we had proof <coughs> this was truly the Xanathar, well, we'd mobilize everyone we had in town right now, and we'd crush them with the guards' help before they reared their Stupid fucking faces again. 
You guys didn't so take that drawing, So if we brought you? you proof that the Xanathar was responsible for this... <coughs> there would be fire and fury the likes of which the world has never seen. <laughs> we'll be back. But the guard would be involved... And they'd know. I. And then certain people the lizard not have the freedom of their movement. The lizard folk has the right of it, yes. Roasted on a spit. Roasted on a spit. (laughs) For being associated with the Xanathar. There'd be trials, yeah. And the... Judging by the hysteria last time this happened, oh... Executions. Short time ago, 175 years. A few people claimed their innocence right to the headsman block, yeah. Now... It ain't public execution, so I'm just getting the hearsay of it. <clears throat> so apparently the correct course of action is to deal with that ourselves and not bring them proof. <laughs> I want to help. If these folk were not in Waterdeep, the reach of the guard doesn't extend much further. There may be bounties, depending on their crimes. I've seen it happen before, innocent men going for a walk. You understand? I think what you did was honorable and admirable. And I hope to see you open in day. (laughs) That much is the truth. Right? Seems you've got the... You've got the right mindset for our kind of work. I don't want to see your people hurt. I'm an ironhold. Right? I hate most of my family. And I wouldn't want to see them dragged through this circus. Well, thank you for your candor, Master uh, Ironhold. Well, Brentfolk nods to you. Mm-hmm. And to all of you. Anyway. I'm hoping I see you in a few days. If you change your mind, and you want me to go to the guards, I'll do it. I will. And it'll be dealt with. Now, if this is the Xanathar, and only because you invoke that name, I'm going to give you 48 hours. If I don't hear from you by then, I'll assume the worst, and I'll go to the guard anyway. That's your safety. Even if you're crushed, murdered, (laughs) disintegrated, turned to stone, old Brenvolk's got your back. Are there a few more of those? Yeah, 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 but I can't keep them. I'm a steward. I don't do the... (laughs) (laughs) There's like a a fire raid, a cold raid, too, I think. (laughs) Together they make Captain Brian. I think it was harsh language. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it looks like you had the right of it after all. Well, he spits into his hand. And he extends it to you guys. <laughs> yeah, it was just like... Uh, uh, shake it, there's it. a squelchy kind of feeling. The strands of saliva stretching from hand to hand as they're break, broken apart. And he goes and he makes sure to shake each one of your hands. He's like, this is a thing. This is a terrible one. Yes, it's packed, isn't it? Yeah. This is a thing, and it's trying to shake my hand. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 
want some power? Uh, well, he opens on things the door for you. Uh, sees you out <laughs> into the cold. Shaking of things. <laughs> Oi! That caravan was supposed to be unloaded 15 minutes ago. Those apples spend any more time in the frost, they'll be useless. And it's coming out of your cot. I'm sorry, I hope you all have a great day. <laughs> and he heads over. Ah, do I have to do everything myself? Well, <clears throat> well then, I guess the answer is that... Um, I see a man about a thing. We go down there and we kill them all. Well, you give each other sort of grave but knowing looks. Um, uh, there's some scrabbling in people's minds about different ways to deal with this. And uh, as of right now, get him seems to be the plan. Mm -hmm. well, as you so promised, you so grievously taught me years ago, <laughs> all plans eventually devolve to get him. Happy for the lesson. <laughs> I have yet to discover a plan that at some point did not involve Chatham. <laughs> I guess we're going to the one beds. All right. Well, you can tell now where the name comes from. Even though it's getting warmer, maybe mid, you know, uh, mid-30s, um, that uh, by comparison, this room is indeed warm. <laughs> comparison to standing outside. Uh, you see that the artist uh, seems to be busy sketching the halfling at the bar as she kind of leans over onto her drink. She has a pensive look. She's not homely or beautiful, but striking. Uh, a sort of well-worn look on her face that may have caught his attention. He looks up over at you and then the assembled group as they uh, they walk in. And he uh, sets his papers into the side satchel he carries. Ah, hello. He smiles. Um, could I just get a round of the, the bread meat, please? For the table. Um, I'll take care of this one. I'm not 100% sure you want to be so friendly with us. Just a few people having a talk. That's all. Besides, if a gentleman and ladies, if you <coughs> brothers, do you still want out? <sighs> yeah, I was hoping you'd come over and talk to me. Actually, I do. My um. <coughs> My issue now is uh, what they're talking about. What are they talking about? A uh, program of uh, elimination. Roasted on a spit. They think that even if you didn't get in, even if you're not, if our friends aren't holding back a loot from them, what they're thinking of is uh, they might talk. All right. Do you have some place to disappear to after this is over? I do. Yeah. Yeah. And you're gonna be all right. Absolutely. I uh, I can take care of myself, but 
Listen, I will. Yeah. You you had some. Like, what are we? Are we looking for a beholder? I haven't seen it directly. But yeah, that's what it is. That drawing's just from a text I read explaining the damn things. What drawing? Ah, he shows you the uh the beholder drawing. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. And it has the writing on it? Um yes it does. Okay. Yes it does, in dwarven at the bottom. Has he reported Which I read? Has he reported that? Actual size. Um, Has he reported back about this yet? Norman? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Elise gets a really puzzled look on her face. The thing of it, it talks. It tells Norman what to do. But it talks crazy sometimes, too. Just nonsense repeating. The thing is a chaotic and, beast. And, it, and it's this big. Yeah, exactly. But powerful magical power. This big. Yes. It's a beholder. It has the eye stalks. It is the Xanatharita. Yes, why? Well, typically in stories, they're like the size of horses. Beholders are like 10 feet across. That thing threw one of my friends across the room. Nearly killed I'm not, him. I'm not denying that... Maybe it's, it's a very young one. Narbon explained that it could have disintegrated him, that it could have petrified him. Aren't young boys. I mean that crazy check. Yeah. Told me yeah, absolutely. There yeah. Aren't young beholders? They're just different beholders. Weirdly dreamed ones. Uh, they come from nightmares. Um, the text wasn't any more clear than that. But right. I mean, like, just, just as a aside, this thing's got power, all right, and it is dangerous. But see, Narbon was losing a hold on the on the group. Red Sam and he—they don't see eye to eye. See, and they both have their own factions. Red Sam, pretty sure she worships Baal. Well, that's not good either. Oh, God of betrayal, right? So Narbon sees it coming. And he says, I saw something down there. And he goes spelunking down, because he's, he's good at it. He's got that dwarf stone sense and whatnot. Right. So he goes down, and he comes back with the bloody goddamn Xanathar. And he pledges service to it. One of Red Sam's folk tests the damn thing, kills him with like a laser beam or whatever the hell, an energy blast. And we all falls into line. We're going to be the Xanathar. We all work under the Xanathar's guild. And this thing has been given orders ever since. So, have I ever heard of small beholders? Make an arcana check. I, I, give, you, I give you guidance. On your mm -hmm. You pray to the spirits of knowledge 
and the communal kind of gestalt that permeates all of nature. 17. Plus 1d4. I, that's yep. including the plus 1d4. Okay. Yes. It's a beholder kin. That thing that he's describing is a fucking gazer. Now, they're dangerous. They're not beholder dangerous. And this Xanathar, the Xanathar cannot be a gazer. The damn thing has the intelligence of a moderately smart parrot. But he said it was giving orders. Absolutely. When this thing was giving orders, was Narvin translating those orders? No, he spoke. It's not that hard to throw your voice. Or teach or a parrot. Parrot. No, I mean, it, it replied to questions. Where is he? I want to believe this isn't the Xanathar. That's not... She knows her stuff. It is possible... It is possible... Beholders dream these things. That's how they pop into existence. The fact that there is a gazer means that there is a beholder somewhere. somewhere. All right. But whether or not, (laughs) or there was, we have have to assume this creature. This uh, it's called a, a gazer. It's a lesser sort of older creature. Um, well, Marco's writing notes. We have to assume that it's a... Uh, uh, Wait, you mean like the little... They can be wizard familiars, actually. Yeah. In fact, um, they're they're quite uh, susceptible to the fine familiar spell. They can be brought into... <laughs> they can be brought into line with the fine familiar spell. If only I had the components for it. Um... <laughs> This, what components this do you thing? need for such a spell? Because <laughs> that huh. would be amazing. Just start with a wizard. He knows some tricks. I think he uh, he had a sort of run of it when he was younger. His father was supposed to be some dwarven renegade wizard. Alright, let's just go kill the fucker. Um, you don't think you saw him at the <laughs> no. Royal Order of Mages, Watchful no. Mages? All right. I think that this danger is being overstated. Well, right? I'm not saying he doesn't have anything to do with the Xanathar Guild, but I don't think the Xanathar is directly watching over his shoulder. I'll ask you one more time. <laughs> Where was... is he? I can take you there. Yes? Yes. Knuckle-cracking noises. Um, I'd like to make an insight check to see if he's... No, he's kn- totally fine. Don't worry about it. I'd like to make an insight check. I have a suspicious <laughs> insight. He's fine. Don't worry about it. It's good. <laughs> Everything is fine. Everything is fine. I mean, it doesn't necessarily. Uh, 22. Everything <coughs> checks out. Okay. All right. Well, you all head out into the cold again. You see Larangeau put up his hood and start walking. We do a big walking scene. Yes, there's a big walking scene. Behind us, the warm beds explode. <laughs> <laughs> and we just Why? walk away like we don't care. No, it's one of those. It feels like, like, don't, like don't look oh. back. 
You're like, oh shit, I left my gold in there. It's like the Lord of the Rings. It cuts to like a sweeping shot of New Zealand. You guys walking across the mountains. Wait, what? And then back into Dockwood. What? <laughs> Where? How? So, You're doing it right. Don't look back. Don't look down. <laughs> Just keep going. So you... Uh, you walk with him, and he takes you into Dock Ward. In fact, it's right along uh, Deepwater Harbor. I'm uh, keeping an eye out around us as we go. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Please do. Actually, we're all trying not to get killed. Make it a priority. The gazer. Because it, it probably is familiar, but it's got power. Huh. Right? Huh. Escape them and Escape them and Alright. Well. There's a... <clears throat> a bluster as it's about just under four bell. When you guys manage to make it into the dock ward proper. Uh, traveling along the edges of this... Uh, this sort of uh, rugged, uh, icy coast. Uh, you can hear uh, the great cracking of ice in the distance with plumes of uh, snowy mist coming from the uh, fissures as as large pieces of ice sink Bob and begin floating outwards towards the uh, the sea. Um, I wonder what it called genetic or seems M.O. So you uh, you find yourselves heading towards. So sorry, a sewer entry hatch. Oh, for the love! <laughs> by the edge of the dock ward. It's stay out of the water. <coughs> I cast main armor. Well done. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> you succeed. Fabulous, fabulous. No, you don't understand. Me. <laughs> It's the whole thing. It's a thing. How much further? Down here, it's actually a well-maintained hatch. It's clean. Narbin takes care of this area. We walk 50 feet forward. There are three defensive traps that have been set up, and they are to be taken down in a very specific order. May I lead you at least that far? After that, it'll open into Nobbin's den. Sure. Wait, my orcish blood is calling to me. Uh, uh. <laughs> Someone give me a bomb so I can run in there. <laughs> <laughs> Step down. I'll cast Reese on you. Well, all right, I don't see how this is going to help. <laughs> Nobody brought that leather harness, is so. <laughs> Do well, you know how to bypass these traps? Yes. Absolutely I do. Without risk to yourself? Hasn't been yet. This All is right. how I get, well, home. All right. But he opens the hatch. Uh, it actually is quite complicated. Uh, it is not your normal, normal sewer hatch. There are several cleverly hidden indentations that he has to press in to get it to release the lock Last on the inside. I'm going to so watch him I very mean, carefully. Well, this you is positively mundane by comparison. might not be impressed, but it blew my mind when I saw it. He says, lifting the hatch. <clears throat> I'm uh, casting bark skin. 
and uh, you see this sort of woody countenance come over these scales so that they're uh, a bit more pointed, spiked, and his armor seems more resolute in uh, the process. Marco heads down a well. He wasn't kidding. It's actually a well-maintained uh, hatch. The, um, the rungs seem polished and silver as he moves. They, they are clean enough that you can see his fingerprints left on the metal. Um, bless you. Once he makes it to the bottom row, he gestures for you all to follow and then puts a finger to his lips to shush you. What? What are you saying? You, you saying something about killing Darwin? Cause we're here to kill Darwin? <laughs> Is this oh, no. the way you're supposed to lead us here? Kill Marvin! Hello. I'm gonna keep the here and check All right. out a little bit. Magpie uh, swings dexterously down the the rungs, lands soft as a shadow next to Marco. Entire world here. Out of sight. Around your neck, perhaps. <laughs> I try to punch you in the shoulder, but it's actually. So- in the five. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but you say the elf can't tell the difference. <laughs> Make a perception check. Uh, That's not my shoulder. Uh-huh. It's also not my thigh. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Magpie, quick, save me with a perception check. <laughs> all right, no problem. Uh, walking around. You see <laughs> nothing at all, uh, except for the fact that the sidewalls here have been carved in uh, with dwarven square niches, a sort of modeling decoratory embellishment to the sewer walls. Uh, seems like this Narbin knows a little bit about his masonry. Um, weird. Weird that a dwarf it's would, like right? It's free proficiency. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you, uh, uh, one by one, head down into this tunnel. Um, Marco looks at the heavily armored... Um, Salise, and the slightly medium armored, I assume, at this point. Yeah, I got scale. Scale mail. Uh, the two of you. His eyes. I'm gonna pop out my big halberd. Uh, there's a burst of shadow in the Whoa. hall, and this halberd, almost reaching from bottom to top. It's actually wedged. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it! <laughs> almost reaching it's from bottom gross. to top. Um, Appears. There's this. That's kind of shrugging. <laughs> Royalwind gives you a look. You shrug, and uh, that is all we're gonna say about that for now. It is an ebon blade, uh, oily, slick, Actually, and reflective. Cool. <laughs> and from the back of the group, yep. I shift into giant hyena form. And there's this twist as I turn around, look at you. As you <laughs> No, uh, <laughs> how about that? <laughs> 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 I learned jazz hands. <laughs> As uh, the uh, lizard folk druid switches into a hyena's form, but still that bark remains. A sort of wooden amalgamation of plains uh, carnivore and scavenger. Derek? Yeah? 
whoever, whether it's Betsy or Marco, whoever goes to undo the traps, mm -hmm. I'll give them uh, guidance on, that, on their well, spell check. Well, it seems like, yep, so Marco's the one that, that heads first, with Magpie a step behind. Um, I want to see how they work, at the very least. Well, you can actually watch him do it. He's not being too secretive about this. That ship has probably sailed. So, um, at one point, there is a latch and a spring cleverly concealed behind a false brick. Uh, undoing that, he explains as he looks up. And you can see it now. There's a, there's a rock fall above. The next step, he shows you where to step around a pit trap. The cantrips, I'll do it every time. <laughs> yeah, no, that's totally fine. <laughs> and thirdly, as you move forward, you guys uh, heading down the hall here, uh, you can hear voices indistinctly drifting up from the main area. And at this point, if you're going to be stealthy, now's a great time to try and roll stealth. Um, are we doing individual stealth checks or are we doing group stealth checks? It check? is individual stealth checks, but I will consider the number of successes versus the number of failures. How many people can I give bless to? Uh, bless? Three. Three. Or not bless, sorry. Guidance? Guidance? Yeah. One. Okay. I'll give you one. Yeah, everyone's making the stealth check as, as okay. one. I have a question. Yes. I am trained in stealth, but the hyena is not. Do yes. I still get my proficiency on I that? I will allow you to have your proficiency okay. bonus. I, yes. I'm starting to learn a little more about the wild shape rules, and I believe that that is actually yeah, as intended. Skill. If it combines all of the stuff. Yeah. I will deny. Um, does that also mean when my proficiency goes up, the hit of the animal goes up too? I don't. I don't know so. about that. I'd have but to look, but I'm, I'm willing to give you that, um, because, <coughs> you know. That's it's fine. something you're supposed to be proficient in. It's not like proficiency goes up that fast anyway. No, it, it goes. I got a 22. Very nice. I got a 12. 12, yeah. 15. Yeah. 19. Good. 16. Excellent. <laughs> Alright. Well, when you start moving, uh, it's clear that Salise is new to the skulking uh, and the, the skull duggery that is required. I'm wearing chainmail. Oh, yeah, that's no, absolutely. That's, that's me on Wednesday nights with the heavy mail and the heat decks. But it's clear that Salise uh, would be better served being uh, the rear guard <laughs> as you move forward. Um, and if I can have perception checs and uh, back yes. and Clarissa, like, there's figures. Do you have horns under there? Like something I'm going to make a reconstruction. I said perception seems like something I'm going to be good at. I'm going to make a reconstruction. Okay, great. Never looking for trouble. There should be figures in there, no? Sorry, what are we supposed to be doing? Perception. Uh, perception. Failing a lot of perception. I, I don't think yes, I that's failed. Not. I didn't. I rolled a 20. Well, I, I, I rolled a 17, so I get a 16. I know. I know. I know. I know. Oh, no, I'm going to define oh, it. Oh, we have a... Uh, I did not oh, we have a Kenku. Yes. And then I'll use this for uh, Marco. A good uh, well, uh, Alright, so... My figure's still in the shop. No problem, I've got you. Unfortunately, I only have a wolf with me. That's fine. Alright, so uh, this is a ten-foot passage. Uh, I just need a, uh, a kind of order. I know it's Marco, Magpie. Have you have been apparently. shunted way to the damn back. Clanky. And, um, and... I am happy with that, but I'm going to stand to one side so Solis can stand to the other, so I'm, I'm less in her way. There you go, how's All that? Right. Like that? 
<coughs> that seemed to be a, a decent. And then, yeah. Right, who brought the Destricade? Probably <laughs> here. Unfortunately, I do not have a Or maybe the figure. Beast. That's here. the closest I've got. No, we say Beast. So. I don't know. Let's I've got a lion, sure. and I've got a wolf and a spider, but I do okay. not have a, a um, hyena. <laughs> Well, let me go ahead and just set this up. All right, so um, as we were traveling here, Derek, I would have gone over the information yep. that we had gotten. Absolutely. Back, so. Anything you want to remind um, our friends and audience of? Darbert Fellhand, the dwarf. Um, we now suspect he's probably a wizard, um, but that was this session. Um, his three main um, minions... Marco, who's with us now. Um, Gutter, the goblin, recognizable by his filthy red bandana. Um, and Red Sam, who is um, some sort of crossbow specialist. Okay? Um, which means we should expect her to be particularly nasty with it. Um... <clears throat> Just, I just want to make sure that we know that those those people, when we see them, are probably named bad guys, given the fact that somebody put a goblin on the board that from beneath the guy. Wasn't there a goblin in my notes? Indeed, there was. So, um, so I'm looking forward to sucking an initiative now that I get a plus seven bonus. No, no problem. <laughs> yes, exactly. Wow, <clears throat> I get to add my intelligence bonus to my initiative now. Holy shit! Yeah. Not oh, war mage. I mean, wow. Yes. I'm, I'm interested and really excited to see how it plays out. Yes. All right, so. Me so, too. I'm so expecting to get, be dead by the end of this conversation. You get shot in the face immediately and go like So, um, you hear. All right. So we're in agreement. This ends tonight. You oh, say yeah. they all staying in that house. I'm saying... Several of them were there. That gnome, the one from the Broken Hearts. She was there, lit up the night like a goddamn fireworks display. All right. Then we go in quick and quiet. I want to keep collateral to an absolute minimum. Brings the guard. We can't have them seeing our great works yet. Ain't that right, boss? That is totally correct. <laughs> <laughs> Can we see down there? Is there light? There's definitely shadows coming from this direction, like lights coming here. These people down here seem to be sitting at a table and either uh, working on sharpening weapons or eating some small uh, something or other here. Are they within 90 feet? Um. Probably. Yeah, absolutely. You guys want to jump them to sleep before we? <clears throat> I mean, if you want. At first level, or at we level, you know, there's pretty. Are the Xanathar. Remember that. Okay. I am the I. I am your boss. And I say. Speaking in tongues. Yeah. Uh, one of them, the... No, no. Okay. <laughs> it's, uh, What's the radius on that? It's 20 foot. I'm centering it on the halfling. Halfling? Here? Yeah. Wait, why would you center it? 
Because I can't see the goblin, can I? You said it was dark over there in the machine. It is, absolutely. So I'm just going to put it right there. Yeah, you will hit this okay. section as well. Give me some hit points roll. <laughs> and let's see what we got. Fingers. Roywin whispers a few words of power. There is a soft sort of heat haze look to that area for a moment. And... Well, we'll see. All right. But the Xanathar continues talking. Oh, so that's how you do that. Ooh. I can do that too, there. I've only actually seen it successfully used on Roywin, though, so I'm going to cast it on Roywin. <laughs> 31 hit points worth. Oh, shit, that's pretty good. Yeah, the lowest, the lowest number I rolled five. The two of them at the table, they, uh, the halfling yawns and then just collapses against the table. This one looks over with a what-are-you-doing-quizzical look and then goes sleepy-by right next to him. Uh, the two of them kind of drop, and there's a... What the... What the fuck? <laughs> and then there's an initiative. Now, does he say it, or does I feel like the thing say it? Actually, that was like a Narbin. Yeah. Yep. But it does seem like the Xanathar is uninterrupted in his speech, despite what happened, and continues to say... We will fill the streets. We will reclaim our rights. We will... And then stops. <laughs> right, about, right about the time that he swears. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it's so cute! <laughs> also, I am fighting. Let's drink the fire. Uh, fire <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's so cute! I fear you may have some misapprehensions about, well, maybe well, not I about orcs. Like, like, fear him, for he is mighty! <laughs> Mighty <is> small! <laughs> I just put a gazer figure down. I actually have this one. <laughs> so. I'm just going to put out there that he was so excited when he got the gazer figure. <laughs> I actually did write in dwarven actual size on the, the art I showed you guys. <laughs> So, that what it, said? it totally did. <laughs> I knew none of you spoke it, so I was like, yep. <laughs> From day one. Anyway, so. We're <laughs> very enough. Them. A very fuck. Yeah, it's a big lie. A Got him into big trouble. Okay, anyway, so. <laughs> uh, let's see about Init's for uh, Narbin and Pals, shall we? Uh, I rolled a 10, circa 17. All of a sudden, you see a dark-cloaked figure turn the corner, shift to here, and say, We have intruders! We'll kill them, idiot! <laughs> Says that guy. Yeah, that's a good idea, bud! <laughs> the Xanathar also wishes you to kill them, idiot! <laughs> <laughs> well, bracing himself against the wall, you see a, a light crossbow poke around the side, and uh, he takes aim at the front row. Then he notices Marco, and his eyes twist into uh, realization and rage, and that's his target. He oh. fires a shot straight at our oh. friend, Laranjou. And yours. And yours, Marco Laranjou. Striking uh, true. 
for eight damage. The bolt sinks into Marco's gut, and he winces. Ugh. God damn it! And uh, let us continue. Uh, yeah, that's what happens when you get into a fight. Sometimes people get shot. That's how you level up. That's how you level up, baby. You shoot him a few more times. He needs more levels. <laughs> <laughs> Fill him with experience. Uh. <laughs> it's, it's okay. It worked for me. Leo needs experience points, too. I was, I was brought to near death twice, and I leveled up twice. I mean, obviously, this is what needs to happen. He was... Oh, you know what? Beat the crap out of him, because we all level up when you beat the crap out of him. Theodoric, you're <laughs> Okay, which figure is me now? All right, so you are here, sir. Jaunty, KP. All right. Uh, move me up six, but switch sides of the hall. Fifteen. Twenty. Twenty-five, thirty? Yep. All right, you have moved to there. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. From that point, and with my dark vision, can I see the guy that was slightly around the corner? The goblin, I guess? Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. Well, now I'm just going to show off. Well, the as goblin... I'm go as I'm going by... Yeah. Uh, healing word on the artist. Uh, that's a bonus action. Yeah, right? absolutely. It is, yeah. Absolutely. So he gets six back. <laughs> you actually see the bolt literally pop out of his stomach... And he, the blood that's coating his hands, um... Oh, I did not know that. Scratch that, then. <laughs> it goes right back in! <laughs> well, you step by, um, looking back at Marco, he doesn't, he's hurt, but he doesn't seem like he's going down just yet. Okay. Um... If you'd like, you can make a perception check as a reflex on this one. Uh, uh, 15. He has a brooch or a, a pin hidden on his lapel uh -huh. under his uh, overcoat. It seems like it's under several layers, uh -huh. but it almost looks like a winged snake. Do I know the significance of that? History. So, uh, the artist? Yes. Uh, 10. Uh, okay. He's got a snake! He's got wingy snake thing. <laughs> anyway, right. so, um... Then, yeah. um... Yep, no, that works okay. It's on the inside of the turns it. Mm -hmm. So, dropping it on the goblin. What are you doing? A second level sleep spell. And, uh, he ends up retorting <laughs> that spell, distorting some of your words, and then adding, uh an orcish or elven inflection. Uh, skipping between the two shouldn't work, but he Smart. pushes it forward, and you see that same kind of hazy sleep. This one a little more intense, dropping right here. All right, so 10, 18, uh, 24, 26 points. That was rather poor, Sean. Yeah. Those are sleepy. Just making sure. I'm sorry. I'm he's sorry. Sleep. He's immune to prone. So he's just <laughs> snoring, floating right here. <laughs> I just closed this. Now it really is adorable. <laughs>
<laughs> he gets a little sleep mask with one <laughs> Uh But they are the only two that drop. The goblin in the back does not. Okay. Um, knock. Okay. Move and dash. Nice. All right, sounds Arrive good to me. In the room and cackle loudly <laughs> and maniacally. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> says the uh, We'd says like to too. This is all so to us. Giant wood animal thing. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, folk. We're the Xanathar. We've got this. But does he believe? He tries, he tries <laughs> to believe so hard. <coughs> um. It's fine. If I had my familiar back, I could. Yep. So, uh, the dwarf steps forward. Uh, Narbon Fellhand uh, wears studded leather uh, cut into almost <laughs> a vest. You can see his arms are thick and tatted from top to bottom with pseudo-gibberish arcane symbols, things that are supposed to make him look a little bit more intimidating. Uh, he has a full scraggly head of black hair and his beard is unkempt and just jutting in every direction. Uh, just dark coat uh, adorns his body and he is wielding what looks like uh, a wicked butcher knife style dagger in an underhand grip. <clears throat> but he looks over. Looks over at the goblin. Get the Xanathar up. <laughs> <laughs> and then. <clears throat> Sam. I see a soft spot on this creature. Strike true at its neck. And you hear the sound of a crossbow loading. Chuck. Yep, and uh, that's a bonus for him. Um, and he hurls a dagger, the, the dagger, the butcher knife, at our... Uh, our friend here. <clears throat> Armor class is 16. Oh, uh, it cracks into your shoulder, uh, flat of the blade, and tumbles off as he snarls at you. <clears throat> I cackle more. Roywin. Okay, if I'm counting correctly, I can't quite get within 30 feet of Kevin, can I? Of, uh... 5, 10, 20, 25. 25. One, two, three, four, five, now you're five away. Five feet short. Five away. Um, you're more like give me, two give and a half, three feet Give me a short. couple hours, I'll stretch your legs out. Give you 30 foot. Uh, where do we kind of two here? Uh, uh, right here? Yeah, right behind. Uh, right here? Yep. Uh, sure. Alright, you move up behind uh, Theodoric. And mm -hmm. Scorching Ray. All right, Norman. Three feet 
three bolts of fire. He's gonna get plus two rise from his from my hands and blast down the corridor. Go for it. hits. The second <coughs> is an 18. Hits. And the third is a natural 20. Crits. <laughs> okay. Boom, boom, bah! Well, the fire's gone really big. <laughs> yeah. So no. The first one is 7 points of fire damage. Yep. The second is 9 points of fire damage. Yep. Now, how would your crits roll once and double it or roll all the dice Roll twice? all the dice twice. Okay. Yep. Last one is 18 tires. Uh, fairly impressive. Very good. That's what you made. There are several blasts of intense heat, searing light, almost spears of fire, launching one after another from uh, cascading uh flames from uh, Roywin's hands, and they strike true. Uh, one hits him in the side, he snarls and kind of pulls himself up, barely getting grazed in the shoulder by the next one, but the third hits him square in the chest, and it engulfs him in flame for a brief moment, but he stands still, his eyes wide with fear at the moment, at having uh, been turbo crit by Roywin. Alright, so... As my bonus action, sort of flatten myself uh, against uh, the most solid I Probably your buttocks. <laughs> to maintain That's not my shoulder. cover. That's not my shoulder. <laughs> I crawl under your armor. Wait, what? Action. No, get out of there. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> that works just tickling. I guess. Everyone's hitting his laughter. Hmm. <laughs> um, you don't see what happens over there. You kind of get a look. The goblin reaches up and kind of cups the underside of this four-tentacled or four-eye-stalked uh, uh, beholder and gives it a shake. And then drops back quickly, his eyes wide. And this thing's eyes... And the main one opens... Uh, Narvin looks over at it. It looks over at Narvin and nukes it. No. <laughs> and uh, that's that. Nebumon. You're fine. That's what I like to see. Lots of people between me and the guys who are not going to want to shoot. Probably just going to go all the way up. All right. Very good. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll hex Narvin. Absolutely. Uh, I'll hexing. Do, I'll do wisdom. Wisdom. Why so not? Good choice. A shadowy veil seems to shroud Narvin for a moment before vanishing, and it's you can see him shudder as he feels the curse kind of take effect. 
That's really just the third degree burns. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> they, you'll get cold after those. They yeah. they suck. All right. Uh, don't worry, it's Celise. Just going into shock. Celise, they left you in the back. <laughs> <laughs> well, 20, 25, 30. That's uh, within what? 30 feet of me. No. No. No, I mean three of our guys. Um, one, two, three. No, you'll have to take a move and then yes. So here's 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Oh, Nobody's near you. Well, they, they so, used to be people I lined up right in front of well, That's fine. But if you take a move to here, <laughs> okay. you now have your choice. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. So basically any of these. Three of these four. So if you want your party, it would be Theodoric, Roywin, and uh, finally Magpie. And or you. Who's that right in front of you? And or you. Oh. That's Marco. Oh, that's Marco. Marco ate a crossbow. The betrayer. <laughs> the betrayer. I guess I'll cast bless on the three that are our party. Are you counting yourself? No. Okay. All right. Uh, you pray, and through your divine power and the power of the ancient green, uh, <laughs> a <laughs> bless uh, <laughs> settles bless onto. You. Theodoric, Roywin, and Magpie. You now get an additional D4 on saves and attack rolls. Nice. Okay, very good. It's for up to one minute. I did. Is that um, the redhead with crossbow? So, the red-haired woman, uh, scarred of face, uh, crossbow in her hand, steps to there. She levels a heavy crossbow uh, downrange. And shoots, I suppose, the hyena creature. That does seem to be the best use of her time at the moment. Ten. <laughs> She's a sharp. <coughs> the way I'm rolling, this is gonna be over real soon. I will right. cackle maniacally again. <laughs> uh, Narbin, oh, you have advantage. I'm help action this day. Yes. One. So, uh, Red Sam looks over. Stop telling me what to do. <laughs> Magpie. Okay. You have to remember you have that less. Yep. Gotcha. I appreciate it. I'm gonna need it. Um, move me up. Um, let's hold full minutes thirty. So. So, which one do you want to be in? Um, no, same as I do. Well, and my short bow. Yeah, as you move, you've got the short bow in hand. Uh, you draw a arrow from your quiver and you knock it. Narvin's pretty hurt. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Just don't knock it. Rolled an eighteen. I uh, will hit. Are you stealthed? No. I should be. So seven. seven. Four plus seven. And then I'll take my bonus action to stealth. The arrow sinks into his stomach. Um, he turns around uh, as if trying to tell Red Sam what to do. And down he goes, <laughs> slamming into the ground. Um, Roasted on a spit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he drops. Roasted on a spit. 
Sam looks over at, uh, at Narbin down the hall, grits her teeth. Uh, bandits are out. The Zanada. <laughs> Yeah. Zips to here, right about this range. It's eyes looking out. I am the Xanatha. It shouts in a booming voice that belays its tiny little beholder frame. Very small, about the size of those pixies you fought earlier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh,. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> so, uh, um, make a dexterity save. Uh, knock. What? It is not. 17. You succeed. You manage to dodge to the side as a beam of frost coats the wall behind you. Um, and then... Knock, make a strength save. <laughs> that is one I won't have to look up, I believe. It's just a good save. 23. <laughs> Super. Super. Yes. Uh, it almost feels like that eyeball, the far right one, looks at you. There's this sort of wave of force, and it almost feels like you're about to be lifted off your feet. Uh, no, you're large. But you do not get lifted off your feet because you're large and roll the 23 anyway. All right, Theodoric, that you see the Xanathar and you've looked into evil and evil is sort of cute. <laughs> All right, move me up six more squares, please. Behind the thing. The beast. Is it here? Um, other side of... Uh... Well, he's down, so you can just come up. <laughs> Other side of uh, no. uh okay. Uh, give me one sec. You are here? Yeah. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Uh unless you dash, you're gonna get caught up in the Alright, well hyena over butt. next over next to uh that first spot is <laughs> Alright, so uh, Theodoric zips forward, uh, runs, uh, steps over the prone bandit that's sleeping peacefully, uh, snoring lightly as your fancy boots step over him. Um, what do you got? You, the beholder kin, apparently the thing called a gazer, uh, looks over at you. <laughs> Big eyelashes. <laughs> Please make, please learn find familiar. We'll be friends. <laughs> I would if I could, but I can't. So I will. Long time That is a long time to wait. I'm mm-hmm. not sure we could keep it pacified that long. We're um, a ritual caster. I turn an attack. Never mind. <laughs> okay. Oh, we do if level we, with him. Yeah, every time he goes near death, we level. That's true. Uh, so, so I'm. So far, nobody's leveling tonight. Yeah, no, that's uh, twenty-foot. Well, Narbin. Uh, if that's a twenty-foot radius, can I catch all three of them potentially? In what? Another sleep spell? Yes. Yep. All right. So I'm gonna try that. 
Second. Intoning the words again. Six. Emboldened by his success. <laughs> Twenty-one. Uh, 29. <coughs> 34. 34. Alright, just give me one moment here. But that's my second level spell slot. Sounds good to me. Uh, it closes its eyes and drifts <laughs> lazily in front of you. You hear in Goblin uh, what sounds like a curse. <laughs> Is the curse cut off? <laughs> uh, I'm about to tell you. <laughs> Give me one sec. Uh, all right, I just need to make sure. What do we got here? You said 24? 34. 34. That'll do that. <laughs> and yes, uh, the goblin curse goes... Uh, knock. Feel free to go up and say hi to the crossbow lady. I think I the wooden uh, barked hyena uh, that had been cackling wildly leaps forward. You see Sam's eyes go wide. I'm just going to call you to wait. Murder. Uh, 21 to hit. He's laughing. One sec. Yes, does hit. Eight damage. Ooh. You sink your jaws into the meat of her thigh tugging hard and rending and raking through soft flesh beneath her armor. Cool. And uh, anything else, Knock, on uh, that turn? One moment. I wish to, uh, as a bonus action, bite her again with my hungry jaws. And you may. And you may. Unfortunately, I missed her. <laughs> All right. Uh, you go to lunge forward again, but just the instinctual reflex of wincing and flinching away from pain is enough to pull it away from your slavering jaws. All right. Nobbin. Nobbin, nobbin, nobbin. Aren't you down? Very good. Sure. Oh, no, you think it's still worthwhile? What? Spell. Oh, I don't know what spell. Oh, that? Rowan. Oh, no, don't worry about it now. Uh... Sam seems to be the only one that's currently up. <clears throat> this guy's asleep? Mm hmm. Oh yeah, when three sleep bells get cast into this this arena at this level, ain't much staying awake. Why, yes, I am a third level appropriate challenge. I do have 188 points. Exactly. Move and dash. Here? Yes. My dagger as I go. All right, Roywin. Uh. Head down, weaves and wends her way through. Yeah, Naruto run. Ninja wizard runs up uh, and dashes forward. You can see her going for her uh, small but sharp dagger. Oh, I see what you're saying. All right. Um, 
Neverman. Mighty Neverman. Alright. I lost it. Alright, Neverman. Uh, Neverman moves up. Um, so, what does it look like Roy Wynn's doing? It looks like she's going to stab Narbin. Okay. For a couple of field death saves. <clears throat> Uh, it looks like uh, the quick dispatch of the uh, wounded. I really teach that in the hearts. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What are you doing? A little fight. I, uh, I think I'm gonna beat her to it. All right. Um, the halberd in hand. Uh, you got a crit on this. It might matter. Okay. It's not within the realm of uh, impossibility that you can double his. Uh, yeah. So, well, he rolls hit still with it being a trait. Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 And don't forget your blessing. Yes, that's no, not. Oh, no, 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 no. You no, guys no. are. Yeah, it's just this. Yes. Yeah. Do I have to recurse him because he dropped? No. No, it's fine. You can still hex and you have it on him, so. Super duper. All right, Super so duper you're crit. getting a crit. Did you roll a 20? Yes. You're getting a crit. Super duper crit. All right, 20 on an auto crit. Fantastic. <coughs> uh, so six. Better than two ones. Yeah. True enough. I've seen that happen. So, uh, 18? Well, you rolled a 20 on a... Yeah, okay. Uh, so, um, looking over at you, Nebuman's eyes go from you to Narbin. He thinks about it just for a mere moment, spins his halberd around, and drops the obsidian blade on top of Narbin's head. Uh, he, you can see the head kind of go concave where he hits. He pulls the weapon free, and Narbin breathes his last. Okay. But um, I start looking over towards the goblin, I guess. Oh, you. Uh, oh, that's not your. Uh, your. Uh, no. Your curse. Not that it matters at the moment. <laughs> Holy shit, guys! Celise. I'm still way in the back. <laughs> you are, but don't worry. Things are looking pretty cool up front. Uh, I guess I'll move up. You feel free to take that. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> He's just like. <sighs> yeah. Is there anybody still obviously alive? Is the. Um, lady I saw in the yeah. There. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah still she's still up. Her eyes are wild. She looks like a cornered animal. Uh, she is gritting her teeth, uh, spit, uh, kind of dribbling down her chin on the left side as she uh, That's very specific, is. Eric. It's my job to be specific. <laughs> as specific as And uh, the crossbow is knocked. Her hands are uh, gripping tight. Um, sorry, I'm still getting used to the new spells. Mm-hmm. I took pictures of them, though. Cool. So, Celise, you've moved up. You're uh, just slightly behind Magpie in this hallway. It opens up into what seems to be a den of ill repute. I want to throw um, a javelin at her because I think that's the only way that I can reach her, but I need to see if any of my spells will apply to a ranged attack or if they're just melee. So give me just a second to check that. Mostly, it, uh, it's 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 gonna be both of the ancients. Mm-hmm. Yes. The um, 
first level one that does the entangle on the target when you hit them. Yeah. Uh, does work with the ranged attack. Okay. The experience strike. Yep. Do you want to do that? Yes. And that is a bonus action to cast. Yes. So I can cast it and then throw it. Yes. Yes. Um. So she pulls a javelin, whispers words of uh, uh, ancient power into it. There are vines already starting to sprout from the javelin. You should have just blessed yourself. Now you must hurl it. It's. Damn you dice today, guys. Yep. All right, so very good. Uh, uh, do uh, do some damage, and then uh, what am I saving against? You are it's a strength save. Nope. The weapon, uh, the javelin, flies right by you. Uh, it impacts into her shoulder and then suddenly you see these tendrilous vines just exploding down and 10 damage Okay. Uh, a large or larger creature has advantage. You no longer have bless. Yes. Is numero uno. That was the mm-hmm. thing. That's not going to be a problem at the moment. Uh, you may, I believe, uh, the target will take damage at the start of its While turn. While restrained, yep, the target takes 1d6 piercing damage yes. at the start okay. of each of its turns. Uh, so, the javelin hits. These vines sprout the thorns <laughs> and wild from the javelin, and tangling her down and then <laughs> snaring her to the ground. Ah, uh, yes, because that's the one that scales up, but it's damage per round. Um, so and she has to use her action to make the save the strength check. Correct, to escape. Yeah, uh, Correct. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's her turn now. Why don't you go ahead and make some damage? Because she's starting her turn ensnared. <laughs> I make the damage. Make well, some damage. Nice bit of order. Mm-hmm. Oh no, she goes right now. Uh, so. Alright. She attempts to use her action to rip herself free. Good luck. Uh, Didn't expect it. All right, so 12 is uh, sure too far this fight for me. She is restrained. Uh, The thorns are ripping her to shreds. Uh, It is quite likely, if the thorns continue, that this will be it. You actually see her getting cocooned. Her eyes are wide, her head looking around. (sighs) As the thorns kind of encompass her, Magpie. And I cackle more. I'm gonna move from bonus section dash and stab her. I was gonna stick her Oh, great. The gazer guess. I'm gonna move and draw my rapier. You do? And stab that little eye right It's like a practice target. Uh, You have advantage. Alright. Make it happen. You will get crit and sneak attack on this if you hit. It's a seven. I got one. 
What's your, um, what's your plus one? At the moment? Uh, since it's not getting its dex bonus or anything like that, yeah. No, you're. No, it still you, gets its dex bonus. It gets everything? Oh, yeah, okay. That's why you have managed. Oh, okay. Are you sure it, you're only it is. plus four to hit? Oh no, plus six, I'm sorry. Is it a 13? Damage, yeah. A 13 does hit! Okay. Oh, Absolutely. Right. Yep. Yep. Five. And, um, bonus damage. Uh, not bonus. Yeah, it's plus four. So it's nine points of damage. Plus, you double your sneak attack. attack. Oh, right. So, go 2d6, so 4d6. So you know those tricks where the circus performer takes the sword and slices or pierces an apple out of the air? Um, that's kind of what this looks like. <laughs> Deftly, she strikes forward and the Xanathar uh, is shoved to the hilt like a shish kebab. Uh, it's Eye twitches for a moment, and then the four eye stalks above just droop to the sun as it dies. Anna spits. <laughs> just whispers to it right before it's <laughs> yeah. passing. Oh my god. The gazer that has held everyone in mortal terror <laughs> falls dead in one death prank <laughs> by the magpie. All right. Then you want to lock one just in. Curses, you're ahead of me at every turn. <laughs> <laughs> Ma, my foes, I see we meet again. Who yeah. are you? Oh, right, you bloody well know. <laughs> so, um, that was Magpie. Uh, Bandit Snore, Gazer Dead, no, Theodore. Let's just sling these guys. Let's just walk out. The <laughs> <laughs> room full of dead bodies. The room full of dead bodies. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Theo. Bandit behind you. Sleeping goblins to the left. You have yourself Red Sam encompassed in vines, uh, torturously struggling against the tearing thorns. Well, you know, actions have consequences. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Listen, you're lucky. At least your granddad probably still loves you. <laughs> <laughs> um... I'm going to stab the one that's asleep next to me. Uh-huh. Uh, you pull your cutlass and bring it down and hope for a swift and merciful end. Advantage? Advantage. To the bandit. To the bandit. Uh, 24 to hit? Yes. Advantage goes to the bandit. Yeah, that's oh. super going to hit. Uh, yeah, no, the ruling will stand. Advantage of the magic. Double. Yeah, oh, great. Yep. You so, roll two dice. Roll two dice and yep, and then add your a modifier. So ten. Uh, fourteen. Is there like an orc bonus for that too? Oh yes. Uh, savage yeah. crits. You get another die. Yeah, that's right. Very good. Uh, 21, 23. All right. This is your thing. You're like, I was born for this. You, for a moment, feel almost the thrum of your heart like a wardrobe. And there's this tinge of pink just at the corners of your vision as you snarl and bring the sword down. The certain sort of bloodlust filling your arm and you cleave his head off. But also, 
his shoulders. You went, not for the neck, but through the top of his breastplate. And his eyes go wide and dead at that moment. And scene. No, but uh, Theodore. <laughs> so, um, um, bonus action. Yes. Uh, I think you like just very big eyes at you. <laughs> Stop doing big eyes. At uh, yes, I can. Um, now he's getting the healing work. Actually, given the location of Horizon, it's one very big eye. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, yeah, this time go. he gets seven. Um, the bolt is forced from him. His eyes are wide at the, uh, Marco's eyes are wide at the devastation <laughs> that he sees in his wake. Um, his jaw parting for a moment. It looks like he closes the snap on his dagger. <laughs> and, uh... <coughs> just Somebody looks on. Turns around, cuts his head off. <laughs> there's only one. There's only one rogue at large from the Xanathos Guild. <laughs> That's fine. Yes. I don't care. That's correct. That is That's technically correct. Oh, get power suits. All right, there's, uh, that'd be great. Oh. That was a great episode. All right, so uh, knock, knock, knock. I Who's will there? bite her. Nah, bites, bites to the face. I will yes. bite her. Yep. The vines like. <laughs> Seventeen. Unfortunately, only six damage to her. So it is a mercy at this point. Uh, it was unlikely that she was going to survive another uh, round of those constricting ten uh, tendrils. Uh, leaping through, you manage to find a small point between the the growing brambles and the thickness of the vines that you jam the powerful, stout, broad hyena jaws in and tear her throat out. Now, it's a little macabre, but she does not fall immediately. Instead, the vines are turning her into a sort of marionette cocoon. Uh, and while her life's blood spills out, her eyes stare into yours for a moment, and you can see this dim flash of red behind these oh, usually right. green the, eyes and yeah. she drops forward um encompassed completely indeed and i basically leap over to here and bite the fallen goblin <laughs> yeah super dead use your swallow hole oh, that kind uh, of you seventeen to hit uh, 17 will hit. Eighteen damage. All right. So Sweet it Jesus. screams as it awakens half in the hyena's jaws as it is shaken from uh, side to side, uh, screaming with uh, a horrible kind of uh, hideous goblin consonants. Well, that might wake up the two bandits. Incontinent? Countenance. <laughs> about to be. All right, uh, let's see. And I will cackle in his face. Roywin. Oh, the goblin's not dead? Goblin's not dead! Goblin ate oh, 18 damage. Sleep again. No, he just got fewer hit points. You suck! <laughs> <son. laughs> That's terrible. I'm going to call you guys the Sandman. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> To there. Sweet uh, dreams, motherfucker. 
<laughs> Firebolt on the goblin. Firebolt on the goblin. <laughs> no, aside, think about how horrifying that would be if you feel yeah. yourself falling asleep when you know someone's oh, there to kill you. Oh. <laughs> um, that is only an 11. Rowan zips to the side. Uh, the goblin, pulling itself free from the jaws of the beast, throws itself hard against the wall as a bolt of energy zips by him. He looks from left to right. Disengages as a bonus action. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> And then. Coming after me? Can I take an attack on him? No. No, because he disengaged. 30. He zips to there. Um, a sort of goblin. Well, that's his uh, ultimate goal. Uh, he's <laughs> bleeding out of his stomach. Uh, his leather armor is rent with hyena bites, um, which is gonna be weird to fix. <laughs> you got this where now? A wooden what now? <laughs> um, it's true then. What did you uh, as he moves, you can head. see that he draws two of his short swords, which look pretty huge for him. Um, a little oversized for his uh, frame. Uh, maybe. But he hurls one at Roywin. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, will a 15 hit you, Roywin? It would ordinarily, but I'm going to use my reaction to give myself a 17 on the class. All right, using your war mage uh, kind of training, you managed to make a small force wall against the strike. It catches it, and there's a shower of arcane sparks as his short sword deflects harmlessly off of you. He swipes the other one almost instinctively under um, Nebamon's leg. Uh, will a 23 hit you? Never mind. Only four damage. I take it through my temporary hit points. Yes. Um, you oh, can see that there's... I have eight. So, he slams... He slams the strike into the back of uh, Nebamon's leg, and instead of blood, there are shadows that come out of the small cut that's made. And the wound Shrugs out soon <laughs> knits itself up. No worry about it. Fine. We, I talked with Uncle Shadowface, and he says I'm awesome, and I gotta light a candle and murder a whole bunch of people. Well, hey, my takeaway from this is I don't have to heal you. <clears throat> no, he doesn't even have a wound. Excellent. Yep, no, it knitted up almost as soon as the shadow... If the rest of you could learn how to do that, it would really make, <laughs> that would make healing things supplies a lot last easier. Uh, Selyse, Selyse, I think... Is everybody left alive? You can... No, yeah, I think you can make it up to him. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25... <laughs> almost. You could move past him to try and block his exit. That's true. Is there anywhere that's narrow enough that he would have to cut, like, that's three, three wide where I can stand in the middle? He has proven very adept at scrabbling quickly and erratically, thereby avoiding any potential openings in his defense. You know I'm just gonna throw another. Uh, I was gonna say, can you do to him what you're you gonna head to up and just javelin that goblin? We can uh, get you into. I don't even know if I need to head up. Well, that way you won't get any uh, cover bonus. Oh yeah, it could be someplace where I don't have cover bonus, or where he doesn't have. Cover there you go. It's uh, 10 feet away. Uh, it's kind of a point-blank javelining. Um, but, uh, yeah, you 
pull another javelin from the large holster on your back, uh, move forward, and do a sideways throw, almost absently, hurling it uh, past Roywin and slamming into the goblin. Please make, an, uh, make some damage for me. Make the damage. Make the damage. Are we uh, ensnaring again? Make the damage. Yeah, I guess. Okay, I, mean, I just... already eaten a ton of damage. He but absolutely has. Sure. But this will also make sure he can't escape should he survive. He has made the check. <coughs> but Ten damage. Ten damage? Why? Never mind. Dead people don't <laughs> save. So, <laughs> you slam the javelin into him, and from behind, you can see the short sword slam into the ground, skitter across, and he is just pinned to the earth. The vines erupt from the javelin and grip him, cocooning him, and almost pull him up through the haft of it. You can see the uh, the darkness of his uh, goblin blood just spilling down the haft. Uh, now there are two what seem to be living bandits by the table. Uh, we are out of combat at the moment. They are asleep. <laughs> I kind of feel we should just dispatch them. I'm okay with that. Actually, I look over at Marco. Do you know these guys? Yeah, I thought they were starting a new Xanathar's guild. No, no, these two. Assets. Assets. Oh, now there's another gang involved? <laughs> <laughs> uh, who does the D? That's all I need to know. I got it. All right, Nebumon heads over. And like with the running, perfunctory so. compulsion of an Just executioner, kick them off the table. takes them down from the table and ends them. I will kill one of them because he can't kill both of them in the same attack. So no, no, he can't. Uh, you look over at the other, uh, the small soul, uh, and the halfling has been dispatched by the knife of the gnome, the rondel type blade driving into his neck, and. Uh, it's clear he does not suffer over long. Um, if we start moving bodies as we pull armor off, people all start bending it as we go. Ooh, handy. All right, and I can um, clean it so we can get top dollar. Exactly. Between mend and prestidigitation, yes. You two, you all can do a little um, bit of something. Now, I'm going to ritual cast the tech magic. All right. It takes about ten minutes, but these guys are doing their mend and prestidigitation thing. Marco is walking around. He has only the slightest kind of indentation wound on himself still from the... It's two hit points. Deb, you have the paladin lay on hands. Uh, so he is fine. I restore my vigor. Your vigor swells. Darkly. Dark swellings of vigor. All right, so there's a couple of different things that people find. Um, play. Now, more play. <laughs> Always. Now, All upon Narbin, there are four potions in a satchel he never got to read. <laughs> Captain Chris like and the Crit Commandos. Do they seem like they're all the same potion? Uh, so three of them are the uh, sort of low-grade crimson that you've come to associate quite Clearly, with healing potions. Okay. Um, one of them is silver, almost translucently so. Okay. 
It's actually mercury. It will kill you if you drink it. Yes, drink this. There is a magic aura around the dead gazer that smacks of illusion. Oh, okay. Pretty much. Uh, you're fairly certain that that is the uh, cantrip, minor illusion. Yeah. That Which I know. Uh, absolutely. It is a low-grade illusion, perhaps the first. Uh, <coughs> fun at parties. And can probably make him say whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Any other magical auras around? Necromancy. Yes, he is surrounded with necromancy magic. Necromantic magics. Um, and... Any, any other magic lords around? Red Sam has a holy symbol around her neck that is radiating divine conjuration magic. The symbol of Ball? It absolutely is. Ball the Betrayer. Uh, it seems to be cut with uh, silver. And laid with human bone. They they kind of reward that sort of thing, I'm sure. So, but other than that, well, so easy to bring like symbols of ball. No, however, a cursory examination of the room does explore uh, a couple of different things. (laughs) These people uh, dabbled in art theft. There are, give me one sec, two pieces of fine art. Uh, those of you with um, history to establish provenance or anything else you can convince me works can get a uh, rough value on that. Uh, and in the back, there are three stronghold caches. Uh, they look like iron, uh, small iron uh, chests. Uh, utilitarian, uh, strong locks. Uh, but lacking in frills. You make a history check, Pat? I did. Take advantage. I can give you guidance, too. You give him a guidance. 1d4. Guidance. Uh, 26. <laughs> All right. So, absolutely. Um, this was um, probably uh, these art pieces here. They probably stole from uh, a home in Seaward. Uh, each of them is easily worth 150 gold each. Nice. Are the keys on? It's like, I'm keeping this um, one. What's his face? There is a ring of keys on Narbin's uh, person. I will sort through them and see if I can figure out which ones go to the strong boxes. All right, make me an investigate check. If you were going to pick it, I was just going to give you another guy. Now, is that up here or is that? Uh, in here, the section down here. Investigate check. Yeah, there you go. All right. I so guess I'm checking D4. the stairs. All right. Go right ahead. So you move <laughs> on to the stairs. Uh, Nibimon steps down a few feet. <laughs> I'm not that tasty for 15? the first bite. All right. You absolutely do manage to find the correct no, keys. It's, it's there are three right. separate it's keys for these. Um, it takes yeah, a quick look at the, the lock. Three. You, uh, you're you're in there. Now uh, make me a uh, just a quick perception check just to make sure it's not trapped. Plus a D4. Uh, plus a D4, you're getting a guidance. 
Fifteen. Fifteen. Very good. The middle one is indeed trapped. Ah. There is a spring-loaded needle. The needle itself seems to be hollow, probably used to inject something nasty. Okay. Plague. Uh, I will open the non-trapped pair first so they can start sorting through what's in there. Seems that Narbin has a bit of a... had. Sorry. Had a bit of an obsession with sorting his riches. This first box Mm -hmm. contains gems. You're looking at five opals, ten gold each. Okay. Two emeralds, 35 gold each. And the pièce de résistance, <coughs> one diamond the size of a fist. Whoa. 500 gold. Nice. Um, somebody might need that for so, that spell component. Not for a while yet. Sure. Well, where are we going to find another diamond? <coughs> if you want it, you should <laughs> take it. I'm doing the bird eye card thing. Now, the third chest has profiles on potential recruits that they were going to use these gems, once fenced, to shore up their numbers. Mm-hmm. All right. um, so, so we start our public outreach program and try to turn their lives around? <laughs> no. Potential recruits. Of just which... Just eat them. Uh-huh. Tumblr turn, uh-huh. shuffle... Oh, well. And Mardnab are at the top of the pile. Chosen because of their skill. And uh-huh. two, naivete. Uh-huh. He's looking for people he could easily dupe. Uh-huh. Into probably believing that that was the Xanathar. Right. But... <laughs> All right. Well, <coughs> take a look. The good news is we have plenty of time to go back to the Archinodes and tell them not to See worry about it. All right, that would be a thieves' tools check. That's a dexterity. Expertise, I believe. Yeah. Would you like to give another D four, Salise? Are you over there, kind of praying for the success of uh, Magpie? So Dex bonus plus four. Yeah. And then a D four. Yep. Sixteen plus Dex bonus is four. Is twenty twenty four twenty eight. Tumblr turn could do this lock. It's a uh-huh. complex lock uh-huh. in 30 seconds. Uh-huh. You did it in six. <laughs> there is a quick clack, mm-hmm. and it all comes together in your head. You can almost see the pins moving, and with a deft hand, mm-hmm. having removed the trap, mm-hmm. click, and it opens. Sure. Now within... <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll be holding like a balloon (laughs) and behind the boulder a red dragon (laughs) within you find four scrolls wax sealed (coughs) broken wax seals (laughs) black staff tower these are these are stolen straight from black staff tower these scrolls. Ooh. Now, as for their contents, if you'll give me a moment. Detect magic, Hawksworth. <laughs> That's right, all of them. All of them are prestidigitation. Prestimitation. Prestimitation in a secret, unknown spell. Chill touch. Mending. Chill touch. All right. Chill touch. Watch your touch. You find who doesn't need a blur. Chill touch. Okay. Phantasmal force. 
Unseen Servant. Oh, that was on my list of ones I wanted. <laughs> and Tensor's Floating Disc. Ooh, it's the Lazy Man spell cache. Yeah. <laughs> Unseen Servant and Floating Disc. Sweet, clean that, put it on the disc, disc, go outside. <laughs> I'll be over here. Push my disc around. <laughs> um, <laughs> not to be greedy, but mm-hmm. no other treasure. That's that. Alright. What about gear off these guys? So that you have in abundance. Now both uh now Red Sam is wearing uh a breastplate, medium armor. Uh we have uh the bandits who are three of them, they were wearing uh leather. Narbin was wearing studded leather. Plus one. Ooh, ooh, plus one. Yes. Not plus one. I apologize. That's the not, not yet. That's not yet. I'm sorry. Uh, studded leather. I apologize. You would have seen that in the magic. It's not plus one. It is alchemically treated, the studs, to not give off uh, a reflection in darkness, is what I ended up giving it. Uh, basically, when hiding in darkness, it's an additional 1d4. It's stupid ours. Okay. All right. Very good. Um, now the weapons. Uh, Narbin had six daggers on him, and a rapier. Um, Red Sam had a heavy crossbow. The crossbow is modified that it allows the user to use a uh, a lantern at the same time as the crossbow. Oh, so it's got, like, the hook. It's got a hook on the top. Yes. Bottom. Yeah, the top would be horrible. <laughs> and I fire my crop. Shine the flame! And his hat that made him resistant to fire. Hello. So, uh, melee weapons, yes. She has a buckler shield and a rapier. Is there any difference between her rapier and uh, Narbin's? No. Okay. No, they seem to be well crafted, but unexceptional. Unexceptional. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> uh, the gazer, if someone wants to roll Arcana, may have useful reagents that suck right out of it. That's a dirty 20 on there. Dirty 20, all right. Well, that's a dirty 20. Uh, we got a... <laughs> we have... Um, you're managing to uh, actually extract the eye stalks, which you know uh, a lot of the times can be used uh, to boil into a potion, or at times uh, utilized for their magical properties to imbue items or weapons. You have four beholder stalks. Okay. Baby I figured you were just going to use it for like Rocky mixed drinks or something. You know? <laughs> Marco was also watching you, Magpie, with uh-huh. kind of a depth interest, especially when you unlocked, oh, detrapped and unlocked that uh-huh. second chest. That was. With your bonus action. Perhaps with your bonus action. <laughs> right? Which is yeah. not even six seconds. That's like three. So basically, um, Marco nods, like, very impressed. I saw him work. You're a damn genius. He's good, but you're a virtuoso. Um, the how big is the box? Uh, the the chest itself. The chest is about uh maybe a foot and a half wide by about a foot tall. 
Is it terribly heavy? Uh, they are about 20 pounds each. All right. Well, I want to bring this one home so to practice on this. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm good enough. Yeah, no, uh, you can see uh, Magpie kind of uh, look it over, nod a bit, fits it just barely into her backpack, and the backpack Sagger straps kind of sag a little on her back. <laughs> the thugs, did they um, have badges or... They did, them? absolutely. Each bandit had a light crossbow and a rapier as well. Okay, so five rapiers total... And you're able to pull a couple of cloaks off these guys, wrap the items up. Uh, it's easier to transport that way. Um, so going down the stairs, I wanted mm -hmm. to say this, Nebamon, uh, with Hyena as well. You'll have to squeeze at certain points, but it's easy enough to, to scrape through. Um, you travel down into the sewers. You see much the same kind of... Uh, uh, kind of uh, flanking uh, railways, mm -hmm. the muck in the middle... Uh, that travels down for about two or three hundred feet, and then you can see uh, to the left the wall at the end of this uh, slightly lit chamber. Like they have sconces of torches down here, um, and you can see where they put a new wall in at the back. Um, Well-made wall, fantastic. Guy knew his stuff when it came to masonry. Not so much when claiming he was starting a new Xanathar guild. Um, uh, he actually put a great flow in the bottom so that the water could keep moving and he didn't accidentally dam the place up. Uh, so. Good wall. Nothing will get through it. <laughs> Nothing. Oh, yeah. yeah. We go down a few steps. <laughs> we go down a few steps and water. What has he done? I'm like, what the fuck? Actually, I'm in a pocket that bring keys. Who knows what they'll come in here. Sure. And, uh, Waterdeep has been renamed. The great that was... The great threat of Narbin. I think I did temp hit point damage. <laughs> well, in um, fairness, we kind of, we kind of. Holy stream roll was that? Um. So. Uh, yep. After this, I'd like to talk to you, Magpie. And uh, Marco kind of turns away. Nothing left here. And no Xanathar's guild. That'll be good. Um, is anybody interested in any of the regular gear? Rapiers, daggers. I could use a dagger. So. You want one of the daggers? Yeah. Can so I use a light crossbow? Uh, you should be. Should be able to. If I can, then I will take one. Because I am woefully lacking in ranged weapons. I think technically, um, Salisa is proficient in heavy crossbow. You are. I, I have the javelins, though. I was gonna say. You're probably not great with the decks, are you? Nope. Yeah. Is it a simple uh, weapon? Heavy crossbow? Light, no. Light, light is. Yeah. Light is. Yep. And I'll take a light crossbow. Okay. Anybody want... Uh, do you want the alchemically treated studded leather with the plus one before hide in stealth? Yeah. Take it. Or... Oh, right. Do it. I mean, it'll be okay, so write it down. Like so I'm going to cross it off the list. I will also take a dagger. Okay. Um those are indeed healing potions, the three of them. Okay. And I'll uh I'll probably give you the uh the silver one. The silver one as well, because I don't want to forget between now and next session. <coughs> it is a potion of invulnerability. What the fuck? 
you didn't get to that one then. He was going to, but he was like, I probably have enough critical hit hit. Oh, God. That's Bobo. You got roasted and spit it. So for one minute after you drink this potion, you have resistance to all damage. It's resistance, it's not immunity? Correct. Okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's going to, to knock. Well, in fairness, if the giant hyena expresses an interest in I something, who am I? I don't have a problem with him taking it. It certainly oh. isn't one that I'm interested in. All right. All right, take it. Oh. Alright, um, okay. sure. it's, it's good for anybody who's going to be up there. Standard to drink um, and bonus to shift and exactly. then move in and I'm all set. Yeah, yeah that's a minute of kick-ass is what that is. So half book value for the ordinary gear? Yes, absolutely. And what about the gazer eye stocks? I really don't have a way to preserve these things. I don't think anybody is proficient in no. um, alchemist kit or anything like that. If you end or up heading to like the, the Blackstaff and find yeah. someone there that will deal in these wares, there's also a couple of weirdo uh, alchemical shops in Waterdeep. You can find anything in Waterdeep. They will give you 50 gold a stock. Now, okay. just so you know, my, my character probably wouldn't think of this, wanting to tuck you but in somebody like you might. <laughs> Those paintings obviously belong to someone. I was thinking that too. Yeah. That's Same right. kind of thing as the scroll. My, my character yeah. doesn't care. He doesn't even care if he gets the gold um, for it. You guys are a good party for a paladin to hang out with. I, I like think, I, I think well, even if we wind up taking me, a smaller amount of my character. The goodwill of yeah, returning you know. their property is a good you know, idea. Even if it's just a here's um, here's a twenty gold finder stage. Yeah. Yeah. I will yeah. hold off on on those and we'll we'll deal with them with. I assume you're gonna want to role play that. Absolutely, okay. we will. So um, uh, you rolled in the twenties for that the history, didn't you? Yeah. Yes. All right, that is actually uh, the founding of the Bella Bronte family's house. You can tell because of the griffin head crest. The Bellabrantes are the ones that supply griffins to the cavalry. Oh, nice. Mm. Maybe I'll okay. have a griffin for a... Um, <laughs> any difficulty splitting the gems up? No, not at all. Um, if you no, guys you have money second, lenders and that sort of stuff. Uh, split the money up before. <laughs> because I know we're, sure. we're close to one. And I, going. while you're doing that... Uh, I know we're at 10.30, but thank you guys. I really appreciate it. That was a great session. Uh, and uh, so we're actually going to end the session here for you guys. I've got experience to throw these guys out. Maybe they'll be fifth level by the next time you guys see them. But uh, thank you for joining us, and uh, we will see you next time.